Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls, blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic. Consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Okay, and welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. Okay, Susan, what are we talking about tonight? We start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance. Pearl Harbor Day was this week. We will review. I actually found... It was yesterday, not this week. Well, (laughs) I didn't know if you wanted to date it or not. Um, I actually found an article on World Net Daily about FDR and what he did. Uh Yeah. When we get into this, it's it's good. (laughs) I just found it right before the show. Then the Second Amendment report, the news behind the news. Millennials, snowflakes or porcelain dolls, we report, you decide. And marijuana news if we get to it. Okay. Patriots, hand of heart, face the flag, get on a flag, get a flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay, uh, if you're wondering what's going on, we're back to our winter schedule. So uh, our show's now at 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. It's Friday and Saturday. Okay, Pearl Harbor Day, 75 years ago. From time and date, National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, which is annually on December the 7th, commemorates the attack on Pearl Harbor in Hawaii during World War II. Many American servicemen and women lost their lives or were injured on December the 7th, 1941. National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day is also referred to as Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. That's what it just said. What's wrong with this person? Or Pearl Harbor Day. Okay. (laughs) On the direction of the president, the flag of the United States of America should be displayed on the homes of Americans, the White House, and 
all United States government buildings, the flag should be flown at half-mast to honor those who died in the attack on Pearl Harbor. Many associations, especially those linked with Pearl Harbor survivors or those who died from the attack, participate in special services to commemorate the event. Memorial services are held at venues such as the USS Arizona Memorial in Pearl Harbor. Other activities include wreath-laying ceremonies, keynote speeches by the associated with the event, luncheons, media stories on survivors' recollections of Pearl Harbor attack, and school activities to educate students about the attack on Pearl Harbor in relation to World War II history. Yeah, good luck with that one. Background. On Sunday morning, December the 7th, 1941, the American Army and Navy base in Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, was attacked by the Imperial Japanese Navy. The attack came as a surprise to the American Army and Navy and led to great losses of life and equipment. More than 2,000 American citizens were killed and more than 1,000 were injured. The Americans also lost a large portion of their battleships and nearly 200 aircraft that were stationed in the Pacific region. More than 60 Japanese servicemen were killed, injured, or captured. The Japanese Navy also lost five midget submarines and 29 aircraft. I still still don't understand why FDR didn't know about this ahead of time. Okay, and guess what? That World Net Daily... They question all of that also, so we'll get to that as well. And his speech, I just heard it on Mark Levin's show, and we'll do what the difference of declaration of war is and our, our commander-in-chief having the right to to send troops, right? <laughs> right, to send troops. He can deploy the military anytime he wants, wherever he wants, except within the borders of the United States of America. The Japanese military had hoped that the attack on Pearl Harbor would prevent the United States of America from increasing her influence in the Pacific. However, the events in Pearl Harbor actually led to the escalation of World War II. The day after the attack, the United States declared war on Japan, and so entered World War II. Where was I? Uh, the, the day after the attack... The United States declared war on Japan and so entered World War II. President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, in a speech to Congress, stated that the bombing of Pearl Harbor was a date which will live in infamy. Shortly afterwards, Germany also declared war on the United States. In the months that followed the attack, the slogan, Remember Pearl Harbor, swept the United States and radio stations repeatedly played a song of the same name. In 1991, which marked the 50th anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor, the United States Congress established the Pearl Harbor Commemorative Medal. This is also known as the Pearl Harbor Survivors Medal and can be awarded to any veteran of the United States military who were present in or around Pearl Harbor during the attack by the Japanese military. The medal can be awarded to civilians who were killed or injured in the attack. Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day is not a federal holiday. Government offices, schools, businesses, and other organizations do not close. Public transit systems run on their regular schedules. Some organizations may hold special events in memory of those killed or injured in Pearl Harbor. Symbols. 
Memorials have been built to remember or symbolize the day. For example, the USS Arizona Memorial in Pearl Harbor is a marble memorial built over the sunken USS Arizona, which was dedicated in 1962. The memorial remembers all military personnel who were killed in the Pearl Harbor attack. The memorial was designed by architect Alfred Preis, an Austrian-born resident who lived in Honolulu and was placed at a detainment camp after the Pearl Harbor attack as part of the internment policy of Japanese and German-Americans at the time. Japanese, German, there was South uh, South American countries. Italians, too. Italians. You know, that President Trump went to visit that And memorial. they weren't internment camps. They were relocation camps because they were spying on us on the coast. And so they had the option of moving to the middle of America or go to these camps. A lot of them didn't have the means and money, etc., so they went to the camps. But they could come and go as they pleased. They could go to school. They could have a job. And they get to stay there rent-free, food-free, clothing-free, dental-free, medical-free, everything-free. And that's why at the, end of Pearl, at the end of this World War II, the Japanese actually sued to stay in the internment camps that you call internment camps. The real relocation camps is what they were. And they were treated very well, so much so that they had a high, less of a mortality rate than the American people outside the camps. The horrible, horrible thing we did. You buy into too much garbage. You should get Michelle Malkin's book. Maybe I'll dig it out tomorrow and we can review some of it. Um, the president went to go, President Trump went to this memorial, and guess who went after him? That piece of crap Obominous. Caesar. He's not Caesar anymore. He's just Obominous. Another memorial that commemorates Pearl Harbor Day is the USS Utah a battleship that was attacked and sunk in Pearl Harbor on December the 7th, 1941. A memorial to honor the crew of the USS Utah was dedicated on the northwest shore of Ford Island near the ship's wreck in 1972. The ship was added to the National Register of Historic Places and declared a National Historic Landmark in 1989. It is also Utah's official state ship. Memorabilia books and movies about the attack on Pearl Harbor in 1941 have also been made available to the public over the years. Huh. Okay. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I'm going to go to this article, but before that, I heard the speech by FDR to the Congress to officially declare war. And that's why Germany declared war on us. In his speech, he only declared war on Japan. But Japan and Germany were allies. Right. So just like the NATO agreement, they got they got brought into it. But mostly, in the beginning, we were fighting uh, the war on this, in the sea against Japan, and uh, the Europeans were doing Germany. But and they, we used to switch. Uh, we used to give each other intel as well. Well, but that's the reason why the, the president doesn't have to declare war. Because once the Presidents Congress don't declare war. Because once the Congress does, right? You say this over and over and over again. Because libertarians de- are idiots. Well, once you <laughs> declare, once Congress declares war, it puts everyone on notice. If you, if you help them in any way, if you're doing trade with them and you have ships going into their port and stuff, you're you're a free target. That's what declar- declaration of war means. Anybody that helps that country is 
at war with us. That's why it's so serious. That's why we don't do it. We don't do it except in extreme circumstances. Uh, World War II was extreme circumstances. But even when Jefferson sent the fleet to uh, fight the Barbary Pirates, there was no declaration of war. He didn't even tell them till a month later when, it was, well, and when we, they were well at sea or ready to come back. That's why we don't didn't declare war on ISIS. Right. And, again, even after Congress was told, Congress did not declare war. All they did was authorize the use of force, just like they do now that everyone complains about. That is how it's supposed to work. If you don't want to declare war, then don't declare war because it's it's an international legal problem and once you do that and you could end up bringing all kinds of countries in so we don't we normally do not do that but you know after someone bombs our ships at pearl harbor yeah all bets are off well, and it was already world war ii was already started anyway so really the declaration was no big deal but that that did prompt germany to declare war on us because japan and germany are allies so, you can see how that works. And that's what kills me about these progs, because they don't know the history. They don't know the Constitution. They keep saying Trump is going to put us into World War Three. Well, he would have to declare war on Korea, and he has not. He would have to have the Congress declare war on no, North Korea. No, what they're talking about, he's going he's gonna to push off a nuclear war. That's They're referring to World War Three. They're idiots. And it wouldn't be Trump. It would be the idiot in North Korea that's... What are we supposed to do? He shoots a missile at, uh, at our the nuclear missile at us, a nuke us, or our island out there, which is part of our property. I what think, what'd you do? Just sit there and do nothing? Well, you have to. You have to. You have to react. You have to well, nuke him back. And they shot missiles over Japan, which is our allies. We've right. Been, and we've been and, very and, patient about that. Yes, and of course, there's South Korea, which is an ally. Uh, Taiwan. Okay, so this is from World Net Daily. So basically, the, the the whole area has been destabilized by North Korea's idiotic thinking. They want to join the nuclear club, and then they're going to get whatever they want. They they get all the food for free. They get all the heating oil for free because they can't do anything in that country. Um, and again, Trump is right. <laughs> we let this happen. En- enough is enough. Right? We let this happen. Yes, by constantly saying, all right, we'll give you this if you don't develop your nuclear program. And then we give it to them and they do it anyway, just like Iran's doing. And I, if North Korea has a nuke, you could betcha Iran does because they're, they're kind of – they were working together. I remember reporting that they had given the missile technology to North Korea um, – but nobody did anything about it, of course. That was under G.W. Bush, another right-wing prog. So from World Dent Daily, they, they compiled this, um, and I'm glad I found it. Now, this is all FDR is telling the United States of America he is not going to draw us into this war, okay? And then we have they put in, uh, I guess, an investigative thing about what he, he knew and didn't know. So... He says, I have said this before, but I shall say it again and again. Your boys are not going to be sent to any foreign wars, promised Franklin D. Roosevelt as he campaigned for a third term October 30th, 1940. Yes, and remember uh, the other left-wing Prague in in 1913, Tommy the Commie Woodrow Wilson, also 
when he was campaigning, campaigning that he was not going to let us get drawn into World War One. And after he was president, what happened? World War One, we were. FDR addressed Congress on appropriations for national defense July 10, 1940. Quote, I said, keep this nation from being drawn into war. We will not send our men to take part in European wars. FDR told the Young Democratic Clubs of America April 20th, 1940, we are keeping out of the wars that are going in on in Europe and Asia. Our opponents are seeking to frighten the country by telling people that the president administration is deliberately drifting into war. You know better than that. And he goes on and on. Every single solitary person, every campaign promise, not going to war, not going to war, not going to war. Then you scroll down and it says, um, let's see. Subsequent investigations revealed warnings may have been disregarded, such as four-star Admiral H.E. Kimmel's statement in a 1958 radio interview hosted by Notre Dame Law School, Dean Clarence Mannion. General Short and I were not given the information available in Washington and were not informed of the impending attack because it was feared that action in Hawaii might deter the Japanese from making the attack. Our president had repeatedly assured the American people that the United States would not enter the war unless we were, we were attacked. The Japanese attack on the fleet would put the United States in the war with the full support of the American public. You've talked about this before. Similar ac uh, accusations were made and also denied of the November 14, 1940 attack in England, where supposedly Winston Churchill did not warn the city of Coventry of an impending air raid, as by doing so would have tipped off the Nazis that their top-secret messages encrypted by the Enigma cipher machine could be decoded by British ultra-seeker, I don't know how to say the crypto-analysis. You just said it. I did. And then it goes on to say, he, he's addressing the Congress that you just said that uh, we were attacked by naval and air forces in the, in the empire that go down in infamy. Um, and then he's saying how we have to get into it, we have to get into it, we have to get into it. So it begs the question, Brian, if you, brought the, you have brought this up before, that he knew about this. Well, he, he had, uh, what's that machine called again? Enigma, I think? No, what was it? No, the Enigma was the British. I just read it. I can't remember. We had Magic? No, that was after it started. No, no, that's right. It was, that, that device was before, he had that before we went to war. And the British had Enigma. And, yeah, we, we traded back and forth. We broke the Japan code. They broke the German code. And so they would share their German code information with us and we give them the Japanese information but we wouldn't tell them how we got it. Nobody knew about this machine except FDR and those closest to him. Uh, everybody else no because they didn't want it to get out that they were they were reading all the things that being said from by the way embassies here in the United States and California to Japan. That's why the Japanese had to get off the coast because they were spying on us. Uh, Obviously, the embassy was closed. But he, why didn't he, if he's broke their code, why didn't he know about Pearl Harbor? That's a question that's never been asked and answered, ever. And it was called magic, by the way. Um, he, I don't know if he did it on purpose or not. Uh, the other question, why did they break with 
what the military says, how to store your airplanes. Why did they not have them spread out like they were supposed to be, had them all clustered up just before the attack happened? I mean, we're talking days before the attack happened. They moved all the planes into one small area. So when they bombed, it blew up all the planes easy because they were all next to each other. So why did they do that? You're expressly told never to do that. It's that's a military policy. You can't. You don't do that. For that reason, you don't do it because then it could blow up all your planes at once. Oh, Brian, you're doing conspiracy theory. I have questions. I don't have any theories. <laughs> I have, I have well, legitimate well, questions that have never been asked and answered. Uh, actually, the plain one's been asked and never answered because there's no good answer for that. Well, and we the reason I'm saying this is we watched an entire episode of Criminal Minds, and the whole thing was... So, Conspiracy consi- theories. And that we're crazy. If you think this happened, in that, and they brought up specific things like Sandy Hook... If you think that, you're crazy. And the FBI doesn't do this, and the FBI the, doesn't do that. Specifically, well, we'll the actors in Sandy Hook, and yes, they were. I'm not saying nobody died. I don't know how they died. That's the point. Because they weren't at Sandy Hook. They, they, was, they were not there because, well, if you, could, if you see people that are supposedly injured or uh, helping out, and you've seen them in, like, numerous Numerous uh, shooting things, events. There's paid. Act- they have paid actors to to act like victims or whatever else they need. And uh, in fact, they advertise just before Sandy Hook. They they advertise for actors that and it might be involved in a, a group shooting or something like that. I forget the exact words, but oddly enough, then it happened. Hmm. And all these Black Lives Matter stuff, even one of them is paid. In fact, they're rich now. All the money that Soros gave them, they're rich now. Well, they're investigating the attack on Rand Paul, and they're saying that that was orchestrated because of some vote that was going on in the Senate, and he couldn't be there for it. And they think they're trying to pin it on Antifa. Interesting. Yep. There's, there's like so many questions coming up around why he was attacked like this. Oh, was it over shrubbery? Really? Well, what was the vote about? Oh God, I can get the article up. <clears throat> Good idea. But yeah, that's first what you got to push saying. a button. I got to push a button. Yeah, we got to go to illegal aliens. Okay, ready? Go, Mr. President, members of Congress, you've been making a lot of noise about taking our guns away. But you might want to review history. 1835, Gonzales, Texas Territory. The authorities wanted to confiscate the big gun that protected that colony. You know what the people said? Come and take it. Because they were willing to fight for their freedom and their guns. So are we. Come and take it if you want it. Come and take it if you think you can. Come and take it, but I warn you, you'll have to pry it from our cold dead hands. We want the freedom that God gave us, so you best not cross that line. If you want this gun, you gotta come through us and take it. One shot at a time. Just like Gonzalez, we're keeping our guns. Okay, thank you Steve Voss, and of course it's time for the Second Amendment Report. 
Uh, Susan will read an armed citizen article. I will. But the, how can you read and look up something at the same time? What are you talking about? I can look up something anytime I want. Okay. We can get back to it. All right. This is from America's First Freedom, a publication of NRA News. Get over it. Sometimes a warning is enough to deter a criminal attack. A taxi driver in Gates, New York, used that tactic to defend against an irate passenger. After packing up, picking up sorry, a female passenger, the driver took the woman to four different locations before realizing the individual would not be able to pay. The driver threatened to call 911 when he noticed she had a weapon in her hands. She had the ice pick. Ooh, that's a new one. I keep asking <laughs> to get me an ice pick. She had an ice pick and was... Uh, why can't I see this? And was coming toward me. So I started backing up and she kept coming, the driver told media. The woman attacked the car, damaging it then came toward him. The driver warned her to stay away before drawing his concealed firearm. When the woman paused, the driver hopped into his vehicle and drove away. Really? He hopped into his vehicle and left? The alleged assailant who was caught later and charged by the police. (laughs) Okay, I have a big problem with this, Brian. Because you the one who picked it. No, but I picked this. I did it for a reason. Ladies and gentlemen, just because you got away doesn't mean this woman would have gotten caught and not done this to somebody else. That's a consideration. Uh, but you have to worry about local your local state law. Uh, some states, you could shoot someone who is dangerous like that, who's leaving. You could shoot them in the back. Other states, you can't. Well, they were in New York, and that's one of the states they can. You can in New York. It's an odd place to... How did he... Wait a minute. Concealed carry permit in New York? How the heck did they get that? Probably because he was a cab driver. They don't don't care if you're a cab driver. I was an ambulance. I was a paramedic. They wouldn't give me one. And I worked in the ghetto. And it didn't matter because I'd have to lock it in a locker because they, could, they don't allow us. To, they didn't allow us to have weapons. But but again, if she didn't get caught, she would have just done it to somebody else. Right? I mean, oh, maybe shot. not. Maybe she learned a lesson. <laughs> you know, you I never mean, know who's going to pull out a gun in New York. That's an odd occurrence. I'm sorry. If she came at me with an ice ice pick, I would have shot her. Well, when you pulled the gun, she left. That. That's what a normal person would allow them to go. No, no. Because they don't want the hassle and the legal she, problems that's going to come from shooting it. No, when he pulled the gun, she stopped and he hopped in his vehicle and drove away. That's what happened. I just read it. I, yeah, I, I heard you. I thought she jumped. No, he did. Oh, he did. It's that, and it's confusing when you use genders because you don't you think the woman has to be the victim, right? It's just why women don't usually behave that way. I believe the bet drugs are involved. Probably meth. Or crack. Crack was big when I left. I don't know if meth is as big there as it is here in Montana. It's a problem here. 
I don't know why anyone would even try that stuff. I mean, it's made with the, it's all made with toxic chemicals. It's, and uh, you ever see a meth head boy? They look like hell. Their teeth are all shot. Their skin's all messed up. And, and man, once they get on that, they'll do anything to get more. All right, from the Miami Herald. If you use medical marijuana, you must turn in your guns. That's according to the Honolulu Police Department, which has been sending out letters to legal users of medical medicinal weed that they must forfeit their weapons, as reported by multiple news organizations, which just means that people that need it are not going to get it now. They won't get a card. They'll go illegal. They're not going to give up their guns. I don't know how stupid they are in Honolulu. They, it's turning out that they're extremely stupid. I know they're extre- I know the government's extremely left wing, including the judges out there. Uh, that judge that kept messing up Trump's travel ban. What a piece of crap he is! He should be impeached. And he and they and it's back in the lower court, so I'm sure it's back in his court as well. Doesn't matter. They can't stop it. That's what the Supreme Court said. They said they'll let it run its course, but that they can't stop him from initiating the ban, which means it's on. It doesn't matter what lawsuits are going. No, the fe- courts are, don't even have jurisdiction to be doing what they're doing. Federal courts don't have jurisdiction to decide whether something, a policy of the executive branch is constitutional or not. Again, they didn't set up the, the government to keep an eye on the government. They're not stupid. We are. SCOTUS doesn't have a power. Marbury v. Madison was was junk. It was an opinion, nothing but. He should never have even heard the case. Marshall should have recused himself because he's the one that was Secretary of State when they issued those uh, midnight judges papers. Um, he, for, he didn't deliver seven of them, and so they sued to get it, to get the judgeship, and... Uh, the Supreme Court heard the case, even though he didn't have standing to be there under the jurisdiction of the federal courts. He should, that should have never happened. But there's so many things that did happen. Now you get people saying all the time they think they're brilliant. Oh, well, we have a system here of uh, but, uh, case law, and Marbury v. Madison is, is law. Like... <laughs> Uh, no, judges aren't allowed to make law. Period. And again, the person that filed was is not one of the types of people that was allowed to go to the Supreme Court or any federal court. So it should never have been heard in the first place. And, and even though he says that in his opinion, they think that makes it okay. I will point out that the courts never, ever talked about Marbury v. Madison until way down the road. Nobody would have dared try it because Jefferson and Madison know the Constitution. Jefferson told Madison not to go not to go to court, just to ignore them. And he did. They ignored him. And that's why he was so pissed off, and that's why Marbury v. Madison exists. It was a little time bomb set up for when the people are too stupid to enforce the Constitution, and then suddenly we have all this case law. And again... 
Courts do not make law. And it's the states that are supposed to decide what's constitutional or not because we created all the government and the power comes from we the people. Ultimately, it's our decision, if not taken up properly by the government, it's our decision as a juror to not enforce it. Nobody can be guilty of a law that's not made pursuant to the Constitution. It is void. And if you don't believe me, ask Thomas Jefferson. The Kentucky Draft Resolutions of 1798. Draft. Kentucky Draft. It's important you get the draft. And you can find... You just do a search. It'll come out. Best site to go is Avalon Project. comes right up. Uh, by, by the way, once you go there, you may never get out. It's got so many documents. All right, we're going to go for a break. Jeff Quabbin Radio Show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back. <laughs> You have no idea. I've got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. What's the big idea? Do you have an idea for a new product or a phone app? Well, now is the time to make your idea a priority. Get it off the ground fast and call Davison. We have over 25 years experience helping big idea thinkers like you turn your ideas into products and apps that are found in retail stores and online. It's simple to get started. Call now and ask for our free big idea starter guide. We'll show you how to get started and protect your idea and show you the steps to get your killer idea in front of a corporation that can help you grow your dream. Dream big and be big. Call Davidson now for your free big idea starter guide. Davidson charges fees for services. 800-213-9257-800-213-9257-800-213-9257. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. 800-218-9520. 800-218-9520. 
800-218-9520. Call now. That's 800-218-9520. Hey there. Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Welcome back to the Equipment Radio Show, our half of one. Now, where was I? Oh, yeah. Did you play any Shanklin that time or anything? No. All right. Back to the Second Amendment report. From the Miami, Miami Herald. Member Police Department... Uh, Sending out letters to legal users of medical weed that they must forfeit their weapons. This was reported by multiple news organizations. The first legal medical marijuana dispensary opened in Hawaii this August, according to the Associated Press. Even though medicinal pot was first legalized in 2000, there are currently 29 states that have some form of legalized medical pot. I love how they don't call it marijuana. It's weed, it's pot, it's marijuana. But if you want to get, you want to know what other name, Mary Jane is another way they refer to it. But the drug is still illegal under federal law. No, it's not. Which trumps any laws on weed that states may pass. Not true. Joshua E. Jackson, spokesman for the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, told Lay Valley Live in Pennsylvania, There are no exceptions in federal law for marijuana use for medicinal or recreational purposes. Okay, show me in the Constitution where the government has 
the power over marijuana. No, Commerce Clause doesn't count. Oh, by the way, the Supremacy Clause only counts if the law is pursuant to the enumerated powers in the Constitution. If not, it's not a law at all. It's void, it's illegal, it shall not be enforced. Again, do you think I'm crazy? Was Jefferson crazy? Because he was the first one to say it. So, results from the 2016 election brought about new rules on the use of recreational and medicinal marijuana in several states, with more than half now allowing for the latter. Federal government leaders, including President-elect Donald Trump, have voiced their opinion on the changing state of mind around marijuana. Is this the beginning of the end of marijuana prohibition? Again, where's the amendment to the Constitution that had mar- that gave the company the government's right to have power over marijuana. It's not in there. And they didn't ask us for it. They just decided they were going to do it. They don't listen to the Constitution anymore. It's just, yeah, yeah. They'll give lip service to it, but that's about it. And, and again, the Supremacy Clause clearly states only, only if it is done pursuant to the enumerated powers of the Constitution. And they don't have this. I point to you alcohol prohibition. Remember that? You know what they had to do for that, right? They had to amend the Constitution to prohibit alcohol. Why did they amend the Constitution to make marijuana illegal? You can't just pass a law based on nothing because then it's nothing. So it is nothing. And the states are supreme to the national government, not the other way around. Well, that's how it's supposed to be, ladies and gentlemen. And guess what? When they wanted to get out of alcohol prohibition, what did they have to do? They amended the Constitution. So you can check out the 18th and 21st Amendments and see for yourself how it's supposed to be done. They never did it for any drugs, anything. And where's the power for the FDA? Food and drug, and just don't think about power over food and drugs in the Constitution. You can't just make up stuff, for, powers for yourself. You have to, it has to be the rule of law, not the rule of man. We've got the rule of man now. Very, very bad. Rule of law is much, much better. All right. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The letters in Hawaii have been coming out at least since the beginning of the year, the Honolulu Star-Advertiser reported, including one dated November the 13th that told medical weed cardholders they have 30 days upon receipt of this letter to voluntarily surrender your firearms. Your medical marijuana use disqualifies you from ownership of firearms and ammunition, read the letter signed by Police Chief Susan Ballard, according to the Star-Advertiser. The Honolulu Police Department confirmed the news to Leafly, which also included an image of the latter in its story. It has been sent to about 30 registered medical cannabis users so far, according to the Star Advertiser. Michelle Yu, a spokeswoman for the Honolulu Police Department, wrote in an email to Honolulu's Civil Beat that medical weed patients have had their permits for gun ownership denied for years. That includes 67 patients from between 2013 and 2016. 
In 2011, the ATF wrote on an open let. Wait a minute, permit? They have permits for gun ownership? I'm sorry. The Second Amendment's redundant, and it's clearly states you're not allowed to do that. They they have them in California too. They're registered. Tell you, there's there's nothing that allows for that. Uh, You got to check your state constitution, but. the Second Amendment has now been implied to the states, I, I believe wrongly so by the courts, but okay. So it would go by whatever their rules are in the state. Feds have their own thing. Uh, and there, there is a you know, there is a place that you have to say whether or not you're taking any kind of illegal drugs, any, anything. And if you lie on that permit, that's a felony. And that's not for a permit. That's just the Knicks check. I don't know. I didn't know you had to have a permit to own a gun like California and Hawaii. They're so close together. I guess it's the the, the Pacific Ocean messes up their brains or something. I don't know. Again, Second Amendment says, people's right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Shall is the strongest negative you could use for must in other words shall means must shall not means must not and infringe look it up they haven't changed the last time i checked they haven't changed the definition shall touched chewed around the edges see not allowed to touch it leave it alone so he has the god-given right to own and carry firearms Again, we don't get our power from the Constitution. We don't get our rights from the Constitution. We get our rights from our Creator, as stated in the Declaration of Independence, which is our founding document. My left likes to say it doesn't mean anything. The Constitution has nothing to do with it. That's not, uh-uh. The Constitution was made to fulfill what it said in the Declaration of Independence. Hawaii, which requires all medical marijuana users to register in a state-run patient registry, is the first state to make gun owners register all their weapons with the county police chief, according to Guns.com. HPD spokeswoman Yu told the Civil Beat that the police department has been able to access the list of medical marijuana patients since 2000 when it was started by the state's Department of Public Safety. Checking the database is now part of the department's standard background verification for all gun applicants, she wrote. Reason.com, which noted that it is still not known what will happen to those who don't turn over their guns, suggests that those two databases for guns and marijuana are how Police Chief Ballard knew where to send her warning. The letters come after a 2016 ruling by the Ninth Circus U.S. Court of Appeals most overturned court in the land. That said, it isn't an infringement of someone's Second Amendment rights to ban them from buying a gun if they use weed. Of course it is an infringement. It is, by definition, an infringement. The permit itself is an infringement. Ninth Circus, but what a bunch of lunatic progs on that court. I don't understand why we can't get rid of, we can't break up that court. Again, most overturned in the land, and not by a little, by a lot. 
It's beyond dispute that illegal drug users, including marijuana users, are likely as a consequence of that use to experience altered or impaired mental states that affect their judgment and that can lead to irrational or unpredictable behavior, the court said. How would you know? You ever smoke pot? I love people that have opinions on marijuana. They never even tried it. All the bad stuff that you've heard about it is mostly untrue. And it doesn't make people violent in any way. In fact, it makes people not violent. So you're less likely to do something out of fright or fear or etc. And no, uh, the biggest problem with marijuana drivers is they drive too slow. They don't. They don't speed. <laughs> Again. It's it's not what you think. Now it's a you know it's not for everyone because unless you do it just like a you know a little here a little there on the weekends like like you go out to clubs and stuff. Uh, if you did it all the time, you you get kind of stupid. It affects your short term memory. Yes, I know because I have used it. In fact, I have sold it when I was younger. I've had to make some money somehow, and uh. It was a ban on hiring anybody under 18 in Long Island, New York, when I basically emancipated myself at 17. Yep, I, I, they said, come back when you're 18. I'm like, I need to, I need to eat now. <laughs> Until I'm 18? Anyway. From World Net Daily. A bill to allow gun owners with concealed carry permits on one state to legally carry their weapons in any other state, overwhelmingly passed the U.S. House of Representatives Wednesday by a vote of 231 to 198 in the GOP-controlled chamber, including six Democrats who voted in support. Huh. I wonder which. you have to look that up. Representative Richard Hudson, Republican... North Carolina, North Carolina, introduced the legislation, the Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act of 2017, H.R. 38, on January the 3rd. It treats concealed carry permits like driver's licenses, validating a permit from one state in the other 49 to spare lawful gun owners having to navigate a confusing patchwork of concealed carry laws around the nation. Again, where do they get the power? Where do they think they get the power for this? Right now, no bill has to be passed. The Full Faith and Credit Act, in Article Four, states all official records must be recognized by all the states. All the states must recognize any official. Record. That means anything that's filed at the county clerk's office, for instance, anything they keep records of, which is concealed carry, it's just like a license, right? But there's no law that needs to be passed because it's already there. It's in the Constitution. It mandates it. This is how screwed up we've, we've become, and this is how bad the courts are and SCOTUS. Every one of those justices up there know full well that they, they're abusing their power 
because they're not supposed to be dealing with all this domestic stuff, almost almost exclusively foreign. Except exactly what it says in Article 3, specifically Section 2. I know, it's hard to read, hard to understand. Anyway, again, full faith and credit act. It, it's 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 in the Constitution. All states must recognize all official records of another state. Period. End of conversation. How come there? We need a, a bill so that they recognize our concealed carry permit. That's an official record issued by the government. Again, they don't know the Constitution. They don't care that they don't know the Constitution, obviously. I understand people like that. They do something for for a living, and they don't bother to learn how to do it right. First thing you need to know is the Constitution, and not what the Supreme Court says it means. You don't know the Constitution yourself, because they're lying they are violating the law, not, not upholding the law. They're not upholding the Constitution. All the ju- chief justice, all the federal judges should be fired. Because they stole power. That's not, I don't care what Marbury v. Madison said. Judges don't make law. Judges don't change the Constitution. Judges enforce the law and apply it appropriately. Well, in the real constitutional republic that's how it's supposed to work as i said this isn't the usa anymore it's the uss of a the interstate concealed carry legislation is a win for all those who believe in the sovereign rights of gun owners and preserving the rights of our constitution representative robert pittiger republican north carolina told world net daily after voting for the bill wednesday now i heard there was a whole bunch of Uh, gun control measures added to that bill by Pelosi and her guilt. How come that's not talking about it? How old is this story, Susan? Yesterday. Well, I knew it yesterday, so why doesn't everybody else? We shouldn't have innocent people going from from state to getting arrested for reasons that are unjustified for carrying concealed, he said. Don't write this stuff. That's a quote. Pittiger slammed Democratic lawmakers who are predisposed to controlling guns, telling World Net Daily they are under the wrong assumption that gun control is going to be the answer, that it's the antidote to everything related to violence. It's pure nonsense. If that were true, cities such as Chicago, Boston, London, they would see the absence of violence, crime, and murder. And that's not the case. While the Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act alleviates stringent interstate gun, how about you just come out and state we're going to follow the Constitution? And the states must recognize all concealed carry. Just, why can't we have the rule of law back? Why can't I, we have our Constitution back? The full faith and credit clause is is just obvious. And I'm going to go to break. John Cooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned because we'll be right back. <laughs> And now, a message to freshman Tea Party back senators from Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham. 
Hello, this is Trent Lott. Uh, Lindsay and I just want you to know that we appreciate all that the Tea Party people did to bring you here to Washington. Yes, I love tea, and I dearly love parties. But now's the time we should all come together and sit down with the other side and listen to their ideas on how to move the country forward while we as Republicans take a step back and walk a mile in their shoes. Yeah, we love being Republicans, and we love conservative values. Uh, probably as much as we'd love being liberal Democrats if the need ever arose. What Trent means is Republicans are always at our best when we ignore all the rhetoric and noise from back home and just do the right thing. The right thing? You know what I mean. Join Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham in bringing bipartisanship back to Washington. For the last time, I'm pretty sure what's killing the crops is this Brondo stuff. The Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. So wait a minute. What you're saying is that you want us to put water out of the crops? Yes. Water. Like out the toilet? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be out of the toilet, but, but yeah, that's the idea. But Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. Okay, look. The plants aren't growing, so I'm pretty sure that the Brondo's not working. Now, I'm no botanist, but I do know that if you put water on plants, they grow. Oh, well, I've never seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Hey, that's good. You sure you ain't the smartest guy in the world? Yeah. <laughs> okay, look, you want to solve this problem. I want to get my pardon, so why don't we just try it, okay? And not worry about what plants crave. Brando's got what plants crave. Yeah, it's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they use to make Brando. Yeah, but why did they use them to make Brando? Because Brando's got electrolytes. Five different budget plans on both ends of the ideological spectrum failed. Five budget plans failed in the Senate. Among them, a 99 to 0 vote, defeating President Obama's $3.8 trillion budget request. The Democrats are afraid of their own shadow in the Senate. They even vote down their own president's budget. Only takes 51 votes to pass a budget. Democrats in the Senate refuse to be held accountable. Under the Democratic control of the Senate, for three straight years, there hasn't been a budget. We haven't had one for three years. The result of no discipline for three years is you spend $10 trillion $400 billion. Our national debt is more than $15.6 trillion. Approaching the $16 trillion mark. $16 trillion worth of debt. It's the number one threat to our national security. The longer we wait, the more difficult the solution is going to be. The federal government is now twice the size it was in 2001. National unemployment has registered above 8% for the last 38 months. There's no way Barack Obama, with a straight face, can come before the American people and argue that somehow he has made things better than they were when he got here. The Obama economy isn't working for a lot of Americans. People across the country know what they want. They want a healthy economy. And the Obama economy is not a healthy economy. Most Americans have soured on the economy, and they've now soured on this president. 42% said he's made it worse. Independence by double digits think he made it worse. We're not where we should right. be. Obama made it worse. At a time when it's hard enough already to create jobs in America. Have policies that maximize economic growth. Supports our economy. Growing our economy. Build our economy. To help this economy grow. Create jobs. American jobs. Jumpstart the economy. Create jobs. We should be focusing on jobs and the economy. So if you're looking for a simple three-word description 
of the Democrat approach to the problems we face, it's this, duck and cover. Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E1 through E6 in all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at operationhomefront.net. Back to the Aquabit Radio Show, Hour 2. Hi-de-ho. All right, back to Concealed Reciprocity Act, H.R. 38. Someone needs to look that up for me <laughs> and tell me what's in it. Because I heard or read bad things about it, such as Pelosi's People put a whole bunch of amendments for gun control in it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, A concealed carry reciprocity act alleviates stringent interstate gun laws. The legislation was conjoined with the Fix Nicks Act, a bill introduced by a bipartisan group of senators in November and designed to make the reporting requirements for the National Instant Background Check System more stringent. Again, uh, it's a it's an unalienable right. Why do you even get a background check? If let, everyone's supposed to have guns, that that stopped the criminals dead in their tracks. Literally, uh, we outnumber them. If we're all armed, they're gonna have a hard time doing any kind of violent crime, right? Right. We don't need nicks. We don't need the government. It says shall not be infringed. It doesn't say in there shall not be infringed except if you, the government decides you have PTSD or some other kind of uh, mental whatever that you're looking uh, that the government knows about. And yeah. a, lot, a lot of people are not going to seek help now because they're not going to want to give up their guns, which means they can't be honest with their doctor because the doctor reports on them. So, yes, the doctor-patient relationship has been completely screwed up by the government. H.R. what? 38. Mm. Uh, So, anyway, uh, make the reporting requirements for the National Instant Background Check System, also known as NICS, and they they did it wrong. In parentheses, NCIS. NCIS, isn't that like a the Naval Criminal Intelligence? Sure it is. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, they put their own, they couldn't spell their own acronym. It's only four letters and they got it wrong. I know they had to do it because up here it says, it says Fix Nick's Act. But over here it says NCIS, so I guess we could watch TV. Fix Nicks penalizes federal agencies who fail to report criminal records and domestic violence records to the FBI. It also incentivizes 
states to regularly and accurately report criminal records to the Bureau by allocating federal grants to states that comply. You know, they're saying that this thing is, uh, this bill says now you can carry a national park system, national wildlife refuge. Didn't we have that before? No. Public land under the jurisdiction of you weren't the allowed Bureau? to conceal. You weren't allowed to conceal. You were allowed to open carry. Okay, so all of these now: park system, wildlife refuge system, Bureau of Land Management, Army Corps of Engineers. They just putting them all in those. It was already supposed to be like that, but I guess they're crossing their T's and dotting their eyes and making sure everyone understands exactly what it means. Because you know, progs will try, give them an inch and they'll take a mile. Gun. Oh, yeah. Bill's sponsor includes Senator John Cornyn, Republican Texas, Chris Murphy, Demon Crack, Connecticut, Tom, Tim Scott, Republican South Carolina, and Richard Blumenthal, Demon Crack, Connecticut, Orrin Hatch, Republican Utah, Diane Feinstein, Demon Crack, California, Dean Heller, Republican Nevada, and Jean Shaheen, Demon Crack, New Hampshire. There's an awful lot of progs sponsoring this bill because every one of those people are progressives, every Republican and Democrat alike. Yes, Republican and Democrat alike. Gun owners and gun control advocates alike support the background check amendment. The NRA touted the legislation, arguing that thorough and comprehensive background checks are a top priority of the organization. It shouldn't be. It should be shall not be infringed, and that's infringing. Look, if if I if I do something with my unalienable right, which you cannot take away from the people without taking them out of society and putting them in prison, because they're granted by the Creator, not the Constitution. The Second Amendment grants us nothing. It just emphasizes the rights we already have in the Constitution. We do not get our we do not get our rights from the Constitution. You have been brainwashed. Well, I can already see why these progs want this, because they're tightening down on the domestic violence reports for gun owners. They're improving information sharing with the states that they're required to do this. Right. But this is how it works. Everyone's supposed to be allowed to carry a gun, period, everywhere. End of conversation. That's how it's supposed to be. But you keep... Let the government tell you that you're getting your rights from them, and, you know, they'll they'll love that. Notification to law enforcement agencies of prohibited purchase of a firearm. See, there shouldn't be no prohibited purchase. I don't care what what anybody said. It should be like, like, uh, is it New Hampshire? Vermont. Vermont. That's where we're at. Vermont had, no, it was New Hampshire. No, Vermont. We're in Vermont. Burlington, Vermont, that's right. Oh, in Vermont, if constitutional carry, anybody, any citizen can carry a gun, period. Case of case closed. No permits required, nothing. No, nothing. Attorney General report on use of bump stocks in crime. It's been used once. <laughs> it's only been used once. Uh, and again, that, if that's slow, that bump stock thing is slow. And the way you have to do it, it's kludgy. And it, everyone that uses them claims it messes up their accuracy. So I think you should want to use bump stocks because they'll miss more. 
It's, you have to specify the number of instances in which a bump stock has been used in the commission of a crime in the United States. If you're gonna, One. If you're gonna <laughs> talk that low, you got to get closer to the microphone. One. <laughs> I, I can't believe the NRA's touting this thing. The NRA has fought for 20 years to put records of those adjudicated mentally incompetent into NICS. Okay, again, if you wish to take our inalienable rights away, you must take us out of society. In other words, put that in a mental institution or put criminals behind bars. I abuse my Second Amendment right, I go to, I go to jail. That simple. Now I don't have any of my own. I lost all my rights. No, no, no. That's the one thing that the left screwed up the prison system with. There are you have no rights as a prisoner. The pur- the purpose is to take all your rights away. And you were saying, what did they put in there? Hmm? What did they put in this bill that you read? They said uh, gun control, gun control measures. There's no gun control measures. I looked through all the headings. There's none. It's just it's just about nicks. It's about information. It's about the bump stop. It's about uh, prohibited. Um, improving information sharing with the states, uh, National Criminal History Improvement Program. Yeah, you actually got to read. I did read some. This, you can't uh, read the titles. That doesn't work. That They don't work that way. I'm reading subsection designing identification in subsection by striking this. And I've read the whole thing. It's just. It sounds like you don't understand it. I do understand it. They're just there. Is this is <sighs> this is redundant? Everybody can look up HR 38 again. We don't get our power, our, our rights from the government. This is stupid, and everyone is afraid. If every, I tell you right now, if we had constitutional carry, which we do, by the way, uh, you would see violent crime just dissipate, be very low. Every place they ban guns, they have high gun violence. Every place they have concealed carry permits, the crime has gone down. If NRA agrees with this, you know he, they had a flood of attorneys going over no, this. No, the NRA also agreed to the 1968, was it? 1968, I think it was. When, uh, that, that gave them the rights to start messing with our guns. They, were, they worked on that bill. The NRA is, you just can't say the NRA will not make any kind of mistake like this because they did already. They're the reason you can't buy a firearm mail order without background checks. They stop you from having full auto weapons. Why? According to Stare Decisis, the ju- the courts have already decided that this issue. I don't understand. It's well, the ruling was I can't remember the name of the actual case, but. I remember the ruling because it was about some guy with a sawed-off shotgun, and they arrested him and tried him, and he went through the courts, and he, he said he had a constitutional right to to carry a sawed-off shotgun. And the courts decided that he couldn't, and their reasoning was this. We are allowed any weapon the military uses. And yeah, that does include shoulder-fired rockets, absolutely. Uh, but you find people could, most people couldn't afford one. But... Uh, yeah, they actually helped them take our rights, our gun rights away. And that's why a lot of people hate the NRA. Uh, but they're not the same NRA, but then again, they're for this thing. 
Oh, if they, but only they said if it was mentally adjudicated. In other words, uh, it had to go through the courts, and and the court and or the jury must find you guilty. Then you can't buy a firearm, which is fine, except it violates the Constitution. I I don't care what the NRA has to say about it. The Constitution is clear. The federal government must have zero. Zero to do with our firearms. None. Empty. Not. Well, to the Bill of Rights. That's why I hate the Bill of Rights. Uh, without the, We didn't need the Bill of Rights. None of that stuff was allowed by the federal government without those amendments. But the states wanted extra protection, and so they put it in. But even Madison said it wasn't, it wasn't, it's redundant. It's not necessary, and it's going it's to open up a can of worms. I use the term Pandora's box. And that's exactly what happened. Look how the courts use the Bill of Rights to take away your rights. <sighs> the NRA has fought for 20 years to put the records of those adjudicated mentally incompetent into NICS. Until the politicians demand that they are submitted, killers who are legally prohibited from owning firearms will walk into gun stores and pass every background check they take. Again, I will tell you this. Once they're let out of prison, they get all their unalienable rights back. You do it just you can unalienable means it cannot be removed from you without coercive force. So you put them, if you let them out, then they get their rights back. That's how it works. All of them. You don't get to. You don't understand when you do stuff like this. They can't vote. They can't buy firearms. That's they can't and they can't get a job because they're a felon. And uh, it's a life sentence. Because you get out of prison, they still keep, you don't get all your rights back. Why not? Serve, I served my time. That's it. Once you serve your time, you've, you're done with your debts as society. That's how it used to be, and that's how it's supposed to be now. You may think it's crazy, but it's not. Because I told you, all these mentally ill patients, they only be getting shot. So they won't be even a problem anymore. They'll just be dead. I'm sorry, you don't walk into a room with a gun with 50 people with guns on them, do you? And try to start trouble? No, because an armed society is a very polite society. Who gets to choose what the mental illness of the person is? Courts. Obviously, but it is a doctor, a psychiatrist that's going to be telling the court what's wrong with you if you got if you're diagnosed. And, uh, again, I don't know why it has to be adjudicated, I guess, because then they put them in a loony bin when it's adjudicated. I don't know. I think they closed most of those down, didn't they? Anyway, uh, however, gun owners of American President Eric Pratt warns, fix nicks is a bad raw deal for America. Did you find that in there? Because it's supposed to be added to a fix nicks. Yes, it was there. Uh Enacted in law despite the conjoined reconciliation legislation. See, they say it's bad. Fick Nix is a bad raw deal for America if it gets enacted into law despite the conjoined reconciliation legislation. We don't think law-abiding people should prove their innocence to the government to exercise any of their constitutional rights. We don't have constitutional rights. We do not get our rights from the Constitution. These people, this is their job, okay? Gun owners, that's, and the other, that's their job. Learn the Constitution, will you? 
Learn what it's supposed to be, not what SCOTUS says. Uh, it's obvious for us a mixed bag. We support very strongly concealed carry reciprocity. That has been our big legislative priority. We've been pushing that for years, but we strongly oppose the gun control portion of it. We don't want that to pass into law, and we are lobbying strongly against that. He added, <clears throat> see, the NRA should be on their side helping. They'd have more impact. He added, it's so ripe for abuse. We have seen 257,000 military veterans who never committed a crime were prevented from purchasing. Under Nick Fix Nix, a citizen would be denied the right to carry if it was found that he had the same name as someone with a criminal record or was criminalized for late paid traffic tickets, Pratt explained. Practically speaking, most of the people who are denied concealed carry permits are people that shouldn't be denied. 95% of the initial denials are false positive. The biggest reason is people with the same name, just as we've seen on no-fly lists, it happens to people who have unpaid traffic tickets, people who have had shouting matches in their homes, even when there's been no actual violence. People who have been through divorce where there's been no actual violence. For all of these reasons, we oppose the fixinics. I do too. Does it say anything? Does it close the so-called gun show loophole? Because if that's in there, it's a non-starter. Even though the reconciliation bill combined with fixed nicks, Pittinger argues passing the interstate carry bill will be a win. Fixed nicks is, is acceptable, doable, and helped pass the bill. I am good with that, he said. You take what you can get politically. I prefer that we have just voted on concealed carry. If it came down to just voting on the Nick, fixed nicks act, I would vote against that. But governing is a process, getting concealed carry is so important that you're willing to take on another aspect to get that passed. Uh, it's idiotic. That's, again, begging for your unalienable rights. We already have the right to carry a gun everywhere. We're, without restriction. That's what I don't like about these things. Because you go get a concealed, par- concealed carry permit, you're signing your rights away. That's why I don't have one. I carry open. I'm not, besides the cost, I'm not going to bother agreeing to signing my rights away. Now, if I had to travel, I'd probably have no choice but to get a concealed carry. If it's place of reciprocity, I could bring my gun legally. But I don't have any plan to travel. He added, we need concealed carry. That is very important Second Amendment right. Well, what? Yeah, it's a right. He already said it's a right. He said it's a right. So why do we need legislation? We don't get our we don't get our rights from legislation. We don't get our rights from the Constitution. We don't get our rights from the federal government. We don't give our get our rights from the state constitution or state government. They get all their power from us. That's how it is supposed to be. But. We're going to have to take back our states from the ground up, starting with public school. That has to be done first because they're killing our children. They're ruining their brains. It's got to stop. And then move your way up slowly, one step at a time. Next next good place to go is the planning board. That's the one that zones everything. It screws everybody out of their property. 
Uh, so you want well, you definitely want that. And then you just work up, you know, mayor if you're in a city or county commissioners. And then when you're done with the county commissioners, you go to the state legislature. After the state legislature, you go to the you go to the executive, which is the governor, and then the state declares re- reinstates their constitutional sovereignty and kick all the federal government out, take all their land back from the federal government. All the parks you people are crying about that you don't want you want the federal government not to privatize. Uh, well, they're all illegal anyway, and when the states <laughs> the states get their power back, uh, there's nothing the federal government's going to be able to do about it. It's the least bloody way to do it, and it's the only way to really restore the republic is through education. If you've got a bunch of people like we have now, politicians, they don't know anything about their state constitution. They don't know anything about the federal constitution. They just know the system, and they play within the system. Well, the system is illegal. It's unconstitutional. Therefore, void. See, it all comes back to that. And if you don't really understand what I'm trying to tell you about our rights, read the Ninth and Tenth Amendments. We don't get our rights from the Constitution. It clearly says it in the Ninth. It says, basically, it says the government's power is minuscule their powers and the powers of the people or the individual is unlimited. We don't get const- we don't get our rights from the stupid constitution, right? And I love the constitution, but everybody has bought into the system. We have a system where we have case law. We're not supposed to have a system where judges make law. And what what kind of judge gives a crap about what another judge thought of in a similar situation? I don't care what the judge said. Other judge said, I'm making up my own mind. My job is to apply the power, the Constitution, or any legislative legislation laws, is to apply them to the person or people in front of them, not to make law, to apply the law as was intended by the people who created it. This this textualist stuff got to go. Yeah, the, the left wing judges they're all textualists. That means they they could take the words and use them to do whatever they want. Rather than remember this growing up, ladies and gentlemen, spirit of the law. I haven't heard that in decades. I used to hear it all the time growing up. What happened to the spirit of the law? They don't want the spirit of the law. That means adherence to the original intent of our founders and uh, founding fathers, and also states. But it that's why we really need to educate everybody, because if we don't educate everybody in the Constitution, we're spinning our wheels. We're never going to get the Republic back, because we don't know what it looks like. They get people that actually violently yell at me on, the, on social media about this stuff, because I... You can't do that. What are you crazy? That's not the way it is. I know it's not the way it is. It's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, all right. Uh, where was I with this? The uh, important Second Amendment right to be able to transfer from state to state. This was part of finding a coalition to do that. This is a win for all those who believe in the sovereign rights of gun owners. Really? How are we sovereign if? You're getting a right to do it from the government. 
sovereign rights of gun owners and preserving the rights of our Constitution. You did not. Likewise, Representative Roger Williams, a Republican Texas, regrets the inclusion of the fixed NICS and H.R. 38, but agrees passing reconciliation is a priority, adding that NICS can be amended later. Yeah. When is it, when has the government ever passed a law and then redacted back, it? Yeah, went back and fixed it. <laughs> yeah. When did they ever give up any power? Never. Once they have once they have it, they keep it. Even though it's all unconstitutional, and believe me, some people know this and don't care. It's really important we get reciprocity because people who have a gun license will be able to carry without having to worry about going to the penitentiary or local laws. There have been some issues where people have been arrested not knowing that they were in the wrong spot, and we need to get that fixed, added the Texas congressman. Yeah, yeah. But the concealed carry legislation still faces an uncertain future with top Democrats and other gun control advocates trying to rally Senate opposition. Representative Raul Grijalva, Democrat, Arizona, argued the mass distribution and possession of weapons in this country only jeopardizes human life. No, no. It, it, it ensures that you can't take us over. Don't like that, do you? We have just handed a really nice holiday gift to the NRA. In doing so, concealed carry now as a federal mandate is the lowest common denominator. Grijalva argued that Republicans are hypocritical for passing national concealed carry legislation while claiming they want a smaller government. Are you crazy? (laughs) We shouldn't have to do any of these. I don't understand how they even this stuff come out of their mouths. I just, <clears throat> I find it ironic that Republicans that pound their chest about states' rights are now very comfortable, he told World Net Daily. If Georgia were to have lax laws, that's the prerogative their legislature should have taken. But if others don't, then we should mandate a lower of standards and lowest common denominator in terms of concealed carry. Yes, and, your, and the federal government should be a P compared to what it is right now, but it isn't, is it? Unfortunately, we have to deal with all you progs everywhere. Again, unalienable rights means the states can't take it away either. Democrat leaders and former President Caesar, Barack Obama, have urged passage of new gun control laws for years, especially after mass shootings and terrorists. Former Democrat presidential nominee, Hillary Rotten Clinton, the butcher of Benghazi, argued during the 2016 presidential race that since terrorists use guns to kill Americans, guns should be harder for Americans to obtain. Nevertheless, Grijalva insisted he and his Democrat colleagues are not here to take away your guns. Yeah, you, Yes, you are. Don't lie. That's your ultimate goal. Absolutely. And I agree that this... Legislation is unconstitutional, and it shouldn't be necessary, but it is. So there you go. Stinks. But once we get the states back with people that understand the Constitution, every state will have reciprocity because every state will know that all citizens have an unalienable right to keep and bear arms. All citizens of the United States, no matter what state they come from or go to. I'm here to make places safe, he explained to World Net Daily. Really, are you? Uh, how about all that federal 
gun-free zones. Have you noticed that every time there's a gun-free zone, there's a shooting? Yeah, I know. The one in, in the one in the Mandalay Bay is an exception. That was a extremely different deal entirely. But most of the other ones were all done in gun-free zones. And by the way, a, a concert is also a gun-free zone. So, oh yeah, it was a gun-free zone. Gun-free zone just means shooting gallery for the guy with the gun. That's it. How do you stop the guy with the gun if you don't have a gun? What, are you going to throw a pen at him? He's not here to make anything safe. Having less people with guns is unsafe. More people with guns is better, better and safer. Concealed carry laws do not infringe on the Second Amendment no more than banning armored bullets, limiting the number of bullets in a magazine, or ending devices that convert a semi-automatic into a full automatic weapon. That the bump stop doesn't do that. Uh, and you're full of, you don't have the right to do any of that, sir. You do not have the right to ban armored bullets. And it's armor-piercing bullets, you doofus. Limiting the number of bullets in a magazine. No, you're not allowed to. Or ending devices that convert semi-auto and full automatic. No, you really don't anyway. We should have fully automatic weapons. Again, the ju- uh, you guys with this case law, it's already been decided. We're allowed to have anything the military has. So whatever a soldier bears on his person, we're, we can also have. And that includes rocket launches on our, well, Air 15s, or wherever you got your 15, mine's an XM from... Bushmaster, yes, we're supposed, to, we're supposed to be allowed to have anything they had. That's why that guy lost his case, because they didn't use sawed-off shotguns in the military. That's what they said in his decision. So in his decision, he's saying, we're allowed to have anything that the military has. Not, no, not a tank. You drive a tank. You don't bear, you don't bear a tank, right? You drive one. It's a little different. He, this moron continues... Background checks, waiting periods, of course, those are all enhancements to the Second Amendment. I know. You can't enhance the Second Amendment without an amendment, doofus. These people are bat as crazy. Not only that, they're stupid. They're they're purposely stupid. All right. Uh, <clears throat> people that are hunters, recreational support that position. It's the NRA and gun manufacturers that make money that oppose it. I don't care what some hunters do. The Second Amendment isn't about hunting. In fact, this this is what I said. Pandora's box. That whole Bill of Rights never should have been in the Constitution. Madison warned against it. I warned against it. And that's what's happening. They're enhancing the Second... Show me in the Constitution where it allows you to enhance part of the Constitution. No, you can't do that. You can't enhance crap. You have to amend the Constitution to change it. You want more power, you have to amend the Constitution. They don't have the power over guns. Without the Second Amendment, they don't have the power over guns. It's not in the original body of the Constitution. Because the Constitution isn't written telling telling us telling us our rights or telling the government every right we have. No. It was just about reinforcing some basic things we were in other state constitutions that they wanted to see in the, in the federal constitution. It was stupid. It was panicky. And that's what it was. They were afraid. So they put those in there. Those are supposed to be any idiot 
can't understands the Bill of Rights. It's there, so there's no misunderstanding. But there seems to be a lot of misunderstanding. I love his last, his last final saying. He's, oh my God. Trying to further reassure American gun owners, the Arizona Democrat added, the American people know we are not here to kick down the door and take away their guts. But yes, that, you are. That's already been happening, buddy. <laughs> nice try. Yes, you are. But are coming to the realization that the mass distribution and possession of weapons in this country is not good for human life. Wrong. Yes, it is. It's the lack of guns and gun owners in this country that it makes it dangerous. Lack of. Everybody carrying a gun, bad people go down every time. And this is what I mean. They spin. How is less gun? If less guns mean less violence, then how come all the places like Detroit and Washington, D.C. and New York City have extremely high levels of violence? There are no guns allowed there. Why the violence? It doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. If you get most of the people carrying guns, you will see a marked decrease in violent crime, period, because they're not, gonna, they're not interested in getting in a gunfight. They want to intimidate you, take your stuff, and leave. You know, for the most part, they're robbing you. Unless, unless they're crazy and they want to murder people. Uh, you know, black people now think it's okay to, to whack whitey because we're just evil, evil white people. And we're going to go to break. Sit up the radio show. You stay tuned because we'll be right back. <laughs> You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? You have no idea. I've got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. What's the big idea? Do you have an idea for a new product or a phone app? Well, now is the time to make your idea a priority. Get it off the ground fast and call Davison. We have over 25 years experience helping big idea thinkers like you turn your ideas into products and apps that are found in retail stores and online. It's simple to get started. Call now and ask for our free Big Idea Starter Guide. We'll show you how to get started and protect your idea and show you the steps to get your killer idea in front of a corporation that can help you grow your dream. Dream big and be big. Call Davidson now for your free Big Idea Starter Guide guide. Davidson charges fees for services. 800-213-9257. 800-213-9257. 800-213-9257. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? 
Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813-800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Hey there, did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. 800-218-9520. Call now. That's 
back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, hour half of two. Oh, you got to push a button and you finally ready? Push a button. Now, have you ever stopped to wonder why the world's in such a mess? Why there's so much mindless mayhem on the TV and the press? Why so many busy businessmen are snapping from the stress? And the rest of us are jogging from depression. Has it ever once occurred to you or ever crossed your mind that the problems of this nation are created by design? Like cattle through our fantasies and fears They move us through illusion and confusion of the mind And by changing subtle meanings to the words between the lines It's the news behind the news Okay, thank you, call Klein Klein with a K.com And of course that means it's time for the news behind the news Strike two From Politico House Democrats overwhelmingly joined Republicans on Wednesday to defeat an attempt to impeach President Donald Trump. But 58 Democrats supported the bid to consider impeachment over the objections of House Democrat leaders who viewed the measure as a distraction in a Republican-controlled Congress. The motion to sideline the measure, killing the effort, was approved 364 to 58, with four Democrats voting present. The vote was forced by Representative Al Green, Democrat, Texas, who introduced articles of impeachment describing Trump as a bigot who incites hate and has demeaned the presidency. Those are not those are not charges of impeachment. Obamanus was a walking a walking collection of impeach, impeachable offenses. Uh, you can't impeach someone because you call them names because you think. In your opinion, he's demeaned the presidency. That is not a high crime or misdemeanor. Abuse of power. There has been none. Oh no, firing Comey. Democrats called for his firing before before Trump fired him. Play that clip all the time. And he has the right to fire him. And it's not it can't be just obstruction of justice because he is the head of the FBI is not doing any investigation. His the people are. The people on the ground, those are doing the investigation, not not him. So whoever's in charge next, it doesn't stop any investigations, doesn't even get in the way of any investigations, and he has the absolute right to fire anybody in the executive branch he wants to because they work for the president. Donald John Trump, by causing such harm to the society of the United States, is are you on drugs? Is unfit to be president and warrants impeachment, trial, and removal from office, Green said on the House floor as he introduced the article. Green is grandstanding. This is nonsense. There's no way it could go through anyway. It's stupid. Uh, but, he, but he had to do it just because he wants to stick it to the Trump. Trump has not been bad for the country. He's been very good for the country. We, Our economy is back to growing above 3%, maybe hitting 5% here soon. That's we haven't seen that since before Obamanus. See, Obamanus was bad for the country. We have never been more racially divided than we are now because of the Obamas. 
and all the abuse of power he did, using executive orders to bypass Congress. That's high crimes. That that's what that any abuse of power is high crimes. It's because it's about people in power, and high crimes are just basically abusing their power, which, of course, we know Obama just did, right? Yeah, unconstitutional. You cannot, you cannot govern the country by executive order. It's illegal. That national government is legal anyway. They're, they're not supposed to govern either. You have to say, oh, it's just like govern, govern. You're not, you're, that, it's not your job. Governors govern. You don't govern. You represent we the people. That's how it's supposed to work. And if everybody wakes up to this, eventually the politicians are going to have to answer to us, and then things will be much better. <clears throat> but Green, a seven-term Houston area. Ah, there it is. Houston is a prog- progressive, progressive city in Texas. It's uh, it's weird because Texas isn't, and Houston really is said his conscience compelled him to push forward with the measure, even though he acknowledged he was unlikely to succeed. You're lying. You did it grandstand for your constituents. Now is the time to consider articles of impeachment. Democrat leader Nancy Pelosi, uh, not time, sorry, not time to consider. Nancy Pelosi, the Wicked Witch of the West, and Minority Whip Steny Hoyer. (laughs) Uh, That guy. Under Pelosi, yeah. She's the dominatrix, and you're the guy that likes to get dominated. Said in a joint statement shortly after Green introduces articles of impeachment. The White House quickly dismissed the effort, labeling Green and his allies extremists. It's disappointing that extremists in Congress still refuse to accept the president's decisive victory in last year's election. Spokesman Raj Shah said in a statement. Their time would be better spent focusing on tax relief for American families and businesses and working to fund our troops and veterans through the holiday season rather than threaten a government shutdown. Pelosi and her top allies urged Democrats to help bottle up the measure during a closed-door caucus meeting on Wednesday morning. But Green offered the proposal as a so-called privileged motion, a procedural tactic that allows a single member to force a vote. He had flirted with forcing a vote on articles of impeachment in October, but backed away amid pressure from Democrat leaders at the time. Republican leaders then moved to table the motion, a procedural step to bottle it up indefinitely. Green's articles of impeachment cite Trump's remarks in the aftermath of a white supremacist rally in Charlottesville, as well as attack, you know that's the problem, you black people. You don't think white people can be good? There, there were, there were good people. Uh, I'm sure on both sides, probably not so much on the left as on the right, but they all weren't. You, you paint everyone with broad breasts. A white supremacist. It's not what it was about. And this guy is a racist. Most black people are racist. I think maybe all black people are racist. I really haven't met one that wasn't. As well as his attack on Representative Frederica Wilson, Demon Clat, Florida, 
and his repeated criticism of FNL, NFL players who have protested abuses by police officers by kneeling during the national anthem. No, there's no abuse by police officers. No, the only one, the only one that, that actually killed somebody uh, that didn't deserve it was a black female officer. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it, green. That's why, and that is not an impeachable offense. What is wrong with you? Friends, whether we like it or not, we know we have a bigot in the White House who incites hatred and hostility, he wrote in a letter to colleagues on Tuesday. No, Green, you have proved that what we have is bigots in the House of Representatives. And they be black. Oh, yes, I said it. Oh, I did. Black people can't be racist. Oh, really? Uh, last time I checked, we're all human beings. We're all supposed to be in that same rights, the same everything. So if I don't like black people, I'm a racist. But if black people don't like white people, they're not racist. That's really how you want to. And you left-wing white people. Oh, you guilty white liberals out there. It's so stupid. Uh, wasted, our, wasted everyone's time, Green. Congratulations. Not only that, you made yourself look like a doofus because those are not impeachable offenses. And he is not a bigot, and I know that because, and he's not a sexist, and I know that because of women that work for him have said, and other people, black black people that work with him, black people that work for him, black people his friends, they all came up when they tried the racist thing during the election, remember? He's, and they all said he's not a racist. But green there is the bigot. From the S O-shaded press, former Arizona Sheriff Joe Pio was unable to cite any evidence on the witness stand Wednesday to back up his now-dismissed animal cruelty case against one of U.S. Senate, U.S. Senator Jeff Flake's sons in the 2014 deaths of 21 dogs. The former six-term sheriff of Metro Phoenix told jurors he felt his detectives had gathered the proper evidence to recommend charges after the dogs died of heat exhaustion. He repeatedly declined to explain his confidence in the investigation into Austin Flake and his then-wife, Logan Brown, who were caring for the animals at a kennel operated by Brown's parents. Once again, I don't have the nuts and bolts, Opio said. The detectives handled it. Opio was the first witness to testify in the malicious prosecution lawsuit filed by Flake and Brown. It alleges Opio pursued charges against them to do political damage to the Republican Center from Arizona and gain publicity for himself. Yeah, that's why he did it. It wasn't because 21 dogs died of heat exhaustion in their facility. Uh, last time I checked, that's animal cruelty. Um, they say the criminal case caused them emotional distress and contributed to the demise of their marriage. Under questioning from Ohio, Attorney Jeffrey Leonard, the former sheriff, said he didn't pressure his investigators or prosecutors to bring charges. The case against the Flakes was dismissed at the request of prosecutors and the owners of the kennel pleaded guilty to animal cruelty charges after an expert determined 
the facility's air conditioner failed because the operators didn't properly maintain it. The media-savvy lawman... This is such a biased article. The media-savvy lawman was also grilled over his motivations in publicizing the investigation, saying he spoke out about the dog deaths because it was a serious matter, and reporters were asking about the case. He downplayed the number of news conferences he called to discuss the case, and was unable to explain why he told reporters shortly after the investigation began that deaths were suspicious when his spokesman had called them a tragic accident a day earlier. What turned it from a tragic accident into a highly suspicious in 24 hours? Asked Stefan Montoya, an attorney representing Flake and his ex-wife. Pieces of uh, I'm not going to weep over their marriage. I don't know, Pyar answered. Maybe someone had an opinion. His low-key demeanor during the trial contrasted with the blustery style he had shown through the years in his news conferences and political events. His voice wasn't booming in court, as it often is before TV cameras. He instead spoke in a subdued voice. Again, that this is all pure opinion. Oh, the ass figure, the ass associated press. Man, this is probably the this has got to be the most biased article I've read by the Associated Press. Honestly. Jurors were played a 22-minute video of, of a September 2014 news conference in which Opira announced that he was recommending charges against the Flakes and kennel operators. Montoyo asked Opio about speaking to another gathering of reporters just days after the deaths and displaying photos of the dead dogs. Opio said he didn't consider the gathering to be a news conference and explained that it grew out, it grew out questions reporters... Ugh had about a news release his office sent about the investigation. The event was held at a podium in the sheriff's office where Opio regularly spoke to reporters. The only mention of Senator Flake during the testimony so far came when Montoyo asked Opio whether he knew that making a criminal case against the son of a U.S. senator would bring national and international media attention. I don't know, Opio said, adding that he doesn't care about the last names of the people his office investigated. Opio declined to say whether his recommendation to charge the flakes was a mistake. Perfect name for him. <clears throat> was a mistake, given that a judge has since ruled that there was no probable cause to charge them. Lawyers for Austin Flake and Brown have said previously that the senator drew Opio's ire by disagreeing with the sheriff over immigration and criticizing the movement that questioned the authenticity of then-President Barakas Obamanus Caesar. Alpio was known for carrying out dozens of large-scale immigration crackdowns and conducted a five-year investigation of Obama's birth record. And it was already found to be fake. The long-term, it was, the birth certificate was, was photoshopped, it was fake. So there, <laughs> that, that's already been established. Uh, so I'm tired of them bringing this up like us birthers have a problem. Yeah, we do with presidents that aren't entitled to be president, especially when they're commies. Apire was known for carrying out dozens of large-scale immigration crackdowns and conducting a five-year investigation of Obamanus' birth record. The sheriff attorneys are expected to get a chance later with Nesday to question their client on the stand. If you News behind the news. It's time to go to break. It's no, a, not yet. It's not? 
In a second. Now you can. <laughs> okay, Chuck Crawford Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. I am officially running for President of the United States. Could he actually win? No freaking way! Which Republican <laughs> candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Donald Trump. There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. Trump will not be president. Trump will never be elected president of the United States. You're not going to be president. A man right? who will never be president of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Take it to the bank. He will never be president. Donald Trump is not going to become president of the United States. She's at plus 19. Do you think the tapes made a difference? Of course! They made all the difference! This race is over. Hillary Clinton has raised more than double Donald Trump, vastly outspending him. The presidency at about 89% for Hillary Clinton. Uh, your analytical model has uh, never been wrong. Now projects Hillary Clinton to win presidential election. 100% chance. You still think she has a 100% chance of winning the election? Mm. I do. And what would Donald Trump have to do to turn things around? Prayer and hope for a festivist miracle. <laughs> this is CNN's coverage of election night in America. The fight for the presidency. Because we don't care. Oh, okay, have Kentucky. Who cares? Kentucky, don't no, care about in Indiana. Don't care. Indiana with West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas, Nebraska, and Wyoming with its vote North Dakota and South Dakota, Texas. Uh, up and down the middle of the country, all red. Arkansas, Louisiana, the state of Montana, Missouri. Yeah, it was at 80% an hour ago for Clinton. What is it now? 68%. Okay, uh, God damn it, I'm nervous. Ohio. Dr. King was a real man. You know he was a Republican. Dr. King, a Republican? Democrats passed those black codes and Jim Crow laws. Democrats started the Ku Klux Klan. White hoods and sheets? Democrats fought all civil rights legislation from the 1860s to the 1960s. Democrats released those vicious dogs and fire hoses on blacks. Seriously? And the Dixiecrats remained Democrats and vowed to vote for a yellow dog before a Republican. Republicans freed us from slavery and put our right to vote in the Constitution. What? Republicans started the NAACP, Affirmative Action, and the HBCUs. Sounds like Democrats have been black. Democrats blocked the minimum wage passed by Republicans, and over $200 billion have been spent on education, health care, and job training since President Bush took office. So Democrats want to keep us poor while voting only Democrats. Democrats want us to accept same-sex marriages, teen abortions without a parent's consent, and suing the Boy Scouts for saying God in their pledge. See, we need to think and vote on our own values. Exactly. Democrats have talked the talk, but the Republicans have walked the walk. Girl, it's time for us to do, do the, the walk. walk. <laughs> you know it, girl. Some political watchers are saying this could be the nastiest, most negative election season of all time. This campaign season seems like candidates have taken dirty to a whole new level. When pundits start shouting and politicians start calling each other's names, it can seem like a return to civility is not possible. Like they, the very idea is a relic of some bygone, bygone era. 
John Adams is a blind, bald, crippled, toothless man who wants to start a war with France. While he's not busy importing mistresses from Europe, he's trying to marry one of his sons to a daughter of King George. Haven't we had enough monarchy in America? I'm Thomas Jefferson, and I approve this message because John Adams is a hideous, hermaphroditical character with neither the force and firmness of a man nor the gentleness and sensibility of a woman. If Thomas Jefferson wins, murder, robbery, rape, adultery, and incest will be openly taught and practiced. The air will be rent with the cries of the distressed. The soil will be soaked with blood and the nation black with crimes. Are you prepared to see your dwellings in flames, female chastity violated, children writhing on a pike? I'm John Adams, and I approve this message because Jefferson is the son of a half-breed Indian squaw raised on hoe cakes, and Hamilton is a Creole bastard brat of a Scotch peddler. The nastiest, most negative election... Candidates have taken dirty to a whole new... It can seem like a return to civility is not possible. the Uncooperative Radio Show, hour half of, no, hour two, three? Oh, that's right, we're on three already. You're not used to the time change. Yeah, I know, we're doing an hour, we start an hour early. Er. <clears throat> All right, moving right along to CNS News. Wait, what was the news behind that news, which Sheriff Opaio? I said it all through, you should have been here. Well, not the bias stuff. They're going after him. Are they going to have everybody giving him lawsuits from all over the place? They it, won't leave him alone. The computer sucks. They will not leave him alone. Well, I guess not, since he thumbed his nose at the judiciary. How dare he? He has to be made an example of. This is a lot of money for him. Yes, but he has a lot of people donating, so... To help him. He's got... People around the whole country love him. You do realize that... It's Sheriff Joe, man. We're at war, and their weapon that they're using is... Courts. Courts. Yeah, that's the weapon they've been using against us from the beginning. Instead of... Once they found out they could decide what's constitutional, what's not constitutional, gave himself all this wondrous power. It all doesn't exist at... In the Constitutional Republic, it just doesn't exist. I thought I said, you know, up at the volume, keep an eye on my I did, levels. I did it twice. You haven't moved it from where I had it. No, I did move it. Yeah, you moved it in the wrong direction. You gotta click and push up. Ah, not down. Ah, that's a little too high, a little lower. That, ugh. Uh, this is gonna take forever. Just. There. Susan, you're supposed to just watch the levels and adjust it forward and back. You understand? It just you hold it and go forward and back, forwards up, backs down, volume down, volume up. Ugh, I don't. You you really need to pay attention to the things I tell you to pay attention to. Back to CNS News. Welcoming President Trump's momentous Jerusalem policy shift, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu 
when Nesday urged other countries to follow suit, although there was little sign of any immediate steps to do so. I call on all countries that seek peace to join the United States in recognizing Jerusalem as Israel's capital and to move their embassies here, Netanyahu said after Trump's announcement. Now again, everybody went after him for, the, for doing this, call him stupid, uh, those who understand foreign policy, blah, 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 giving away for free some, something you could use for leverage. We don't need leverage over Israel, that's number one. Recognizing Israel's capital is important because of all the muzzies. It is their capital. They built Jerusalem. It was their capital. You're talking 3,000 years. There, were no, there was no Palestine. They're Arabs. And none of that land belongs to them, belongs to Israel. Just, just look at what they call the West Bank and, uh, and Gaza. Historically, go back and look what they call it, right? Judea and Sumeria. Sound familiar? Right, part of Israel. So really, the Palestinians are the ones occupying Jewish land, not the other way around. It's the Muzzies that built a victory mosque on top of the temple. The Jewish temple is underneath that, buried underneath that thing is the Jewish temple. They, and they're not allowed to go there. They're not allowed to, dig, to access it, go there or anything. Oh, no. And they're going to let the Muzzies come to the mosque. And it, no. I don't. No Muzzies should be allowed in Israel. Israel should go back to go. No, nobody but Jewish people and those that believe in the no, following the Noahide laws if, if you're coming there and you're not a Jew. Because Jewish is a race and a religion. I hate this stuff. Calling him stupid for doing what presidents before him were too stupid to do? No, they didn't have the guts. Jerusalem is historically the capital of Israel. End of conversation. There's no east and west Jerusalem other than they partitioned it like they did with Germany, remember? Germany, the German wall, take that wall down. Yeah. Yeah, they need to take that wall down, too, and kick all the Arabs the hell out of their country. Nobody but those that follow the Jewish faith or the Noahide laws should be allowed in Israel, and that's the way it used to be. Then they, got, they turned their back on God and became secular, and most of them don't aren't Jewish of religion now, a lot of them. They're Jewish by race only, but they're seculars. They're not, they don't follow the religion. That, that screws up the whole notion of Israel, the whole purpose of it. And the fuzzy buzzies, by the way, will not let us go to Bethlehem. Christians aren't allowed to go to Bethlehem. Now, again, how is Bethlehem a muzzy place? That's where Jesus was born. There were no muzzies. There were no muzzies at the time. None. It didn't exist. The religion didn't exist. It's not a real religion. It's a it's a government and a religion. It's called a theocracy, whose goal is to take over the world. But by all means, welcome them into your home. Which, again, Israel has done in, in violation of God's commandment that thou shalt not bring evil into your house. Islam is evil.
they are governments of Australia and Canada, two countries known for taking a sometimes lonely stand against anti-Israel sentiment at the United Nations, both indicated they will not take up the invitation. Canada is a steadfast ally and friend of Israel and friend to the Palestinian people. You can't be both, bust- you can't be both, you idiot. It's, this is the worst, I think these are the worst news articles I've read in a long time. I, I Again, you can't be steadfast friends with Israel and friend to the Palestinian people. That's impossible. They have two different, two different goals. Foreign Minister Christia Freeland said in a statement, this is, again, Canada has always been a wuss. Really, always. Canada's long-standing position is that the status of Jerusalem can be resolved only as part of a general settlement of the Palestinian-Israeli dispute. No, it will never be solved. The Palestinians will never stop. The terrorists, will, Muzzies, will never stop fighting Israel until Israel is wiped off the map. And, by the way, by their own admission of the taking over the world, wiping all other religions and all of the history of people from the planet because that's what they do. They destroy history, art, everything. Anything that shows a country that was superior to Islam has to be brought has to be removed so that nobody knows. The Library of Alexandria was burnt to the ground by fuzzy muzzies. That was the world's knowledge repository. All the countries contributed to that library, all the civilized countries, which I've got obviously Islamic countries are not. So one of the first things it is burnt down the library. All that knowledge was lost. This is how evil they are. It doesn't matter. They, they nothing, nothing is needed but the Quran. No other book, no other knowledge, just the Quran. That's what they teach. So, be friends with them. Go ahead, Canada. Her Australian counterpart, Julie Bishop, said the government in Canberra does not intend to move its embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Oh, come on. Again, you people in Australia are better than that. You need to elect the right people. What are these commies? Enough. They took your guns away. Are you tired of it? Same with Canada. The Australian government remains committed and optimistic that the way to achieve enduring peace between the Israelis and Palestinians is a negotiated two-state solution, she told the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. There is no two, there's no two-country solution. The Palestinians will never let that happen. Right now, they don't have to do anything for themselves. The UN feeds them, clothes them, gives them medicine. They don't do anything. They don't grow food for themselves. Nothing. And the money they get, they take, they take and blow things up. Buy weapons, buy explosives, blah blah blah. That 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 is the purpose of the Palestinian people that are actually occupying Jews Jewish lands. It's not the uh, no Israel's not not occupying any Palestinian land. Is first of all, there's never been a Palestine. 
till till Jerusalem until the Israelis were put back into their historical homeland. They didn't exist. The whole purpose of the Palestinians is to fight the Jews. Period. There's no solution. There's no diplomatic solution to this. They will never accept the existence of Israel. Ever. I, it's time Israel just blew them right out of the country. Just go in there, just get them the hell out. Tell them to go find places in Arab countries where you belong. Take over all that land, which was historically and rightfully theirs. Three years ago, Australia's government attracted the ire of the PLO when it refused to call Eastern Jerusalem occupied territory. How can a place called Jerusalem, a city built by Jews, belong? How can it belong to Palestinians? That didn't exist. One development Wednesday that did draw attention was a statement by a Czech foreign minister which commentators on social media characterize as the European nation formally recognizing Jerusalem as Israel's capital. A closer reading showed that Prague is limiting that recognition to Western Jerusalem, however. The Czech Republic, how can only the West be theirs? It's either theirs or it's not. You just divide it into half. This is fair. Each one gets half. It, they built the city. Twice. A closer... The Czech Republic currently, before the peace between Israel and Palestine is signed, recognizes Jerusalem to be, in fact, the capital of Israel in the borders of the demarcation line from 1967, it said. We're not going back to the 1967 line, you jerks. Why why say anything if you're just going to sound like an idiot? The so-called 1967 line, the 1949 armistice lines, that were in place up until June 1967, Six-Day War. Understand, that land was conquered by the Jews, took taken back from the Arabs because they attacked them. Every country surrounding Israel attacked them, and they fought a war and won in six days, defeated them, because back then they had God on their side. They didn't turn their backs on them yet again, like they have now. This is why they're no longer as devastating as they used to be. Just like we're no longer as good as we used to be, because we chased God away. I don't really care what the Czech Republic has to say in anything, really. It's a piss-ant, nothing place. Divided the city between an Israeli-controlled West and a Jordanian-occupied East which included the old city and its temple mount, Judaism's holiest site. The foreign ministry said the Czech Republic, in line with EU policy, considers Jerusalem to be future capital of both states, meaning the state of Israel and the future state of Palestine. That's never going to happen. It added that the Czech Republic could only consider moving its embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, based on results of negotiations with key partners in the region and in the world. Still, the statement went further than others from Europe, which generally condemned Trump's move. 
With the exception of Ukraine, all European countries currently on the UN Security Council called on this month's Council President, Japan, to hold an emergency meeting in response. What the hell is wrong with you people? What Trump did was absolutely correct. It should have been done a long time ago. And EU, you don't tell us, you don't tell my president what to do. And you don't get to condemn him either because you're useless and you're pieces of crap and we don't like you anymore. We like Europe. We don't like the EU. Sorry. Why are they so afraid of Israel? Because all the Muslims are going to rise up and fight now and go. It's They have a whole place that's just teeming with these refugees. Waiting for a reason. They're already killing people, raping people, throwing acid in their faces. All this stuff is going on daily. But they don't want big, huge uprisings. That's going to cause, oh, you don't, 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 please, Muslims, don't kill us. We didn't do that. That's America, not us. They won't care, by the way. You're an infidel. You got to die anyway. So it's no big deal for them. Um, in, uh, in doing so, Britain, France, Italy, and Sweden were joined by non-European council members, Egypt, Bolivia, Uruguay, and Senegal. The meeting is expected to take place on Friday. The gates of hell. The international response was most harsh in the Islamic world with reactions varying between, varying, not veering, between warnings of violence and and implied threats of violence. Jerusalem's Temple Mount is home to the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Blow that thing up. Islam's third holiest site after Kaaba in Mecca and the Mohammed Mosque in Medina, both in Saudi Arabia. And by the way, Medina was conquered by Mohammed's people after they took him in to protect them, which is what their game plan always is. So it's happening now. Europe's taking them in. Right? They're, they're refugees. They come in here. They're refugees. Yeah. And then they will stay to themselves. They will govern themselves. They will grow in numbers until they reach the point where they can take over violently, and they will. That's it's not been one exception in history. Okay. This is one of the things that people in the United States don't realize. They keep saying that the, a simulation, a simulation, a simulation. Part of a simulation is you don't get to wear your native garb. It's not simulation. It's a simulation. I said a simulation, a simulation, a simulation. Anyway, part of that is that you don't wear your native garb. You wear the freaking garb of the country you're in. That's not true at all. Um, I don't care what they wear as long as they have cover in their face. Did you see when we did the story on the Mall of America? It looked like Somalia. Everybody wearing head dresses. The problem is how many of them are there. A lot. Right. And that problem is they say to themselves, and it isn't their dress you have to worry about. It's the so-called religion. Yeah, Somalis are taking over Michiganistan. It's, it's the way it is. Muslims take over. It's what they do. And notice they breed like rats. And they have no respect for human life at all, not even their own children. We've had many honor killings here in the United States of America. Almost none of it's being reported. That they're picking they're playing the media here is playing the EU game. 
Nothing's going on in Europe. No reporting on all the violence from the Muzzies in Europe. It's happening every single day. There's not one report, though. No, nothing. Nothing to see here. That's what we're doing. They don't say if they're Muslim in news reports. They don't talk about the fact that they're taking over parts of cities and states and turning them into little little Middle East. They're not going to tell you anything that they don't think is politically correct that they don't want you to hear, and that's why you don't hear it. It's not that it's not happening. You're not hearing it. There are rapes happening all over this country that are not being reported on because they're done by Muslims. And the media is some... The left, for some reason, thinks Islam is their Betty. No. No. They will use you until they kill you. But they will turn on you. I point to the Middle East, the the wonderful Arab winter. Every time, who came out on top? Fuzzy muzzies. Okay, Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan is calling for an extraordinary summit of the Organizations of Islamic Cooperation, OIC, in Istanbul, which used to be called Constantinople before the Muslims invaded. Next week, to discuss joint action, his spokesman said, the Islamist Turkish leader, what's this Islamic? It's the Muslim Turkish leader, if you want to say that, consulted Wednesday with the leaders of Iran, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Malaysia, Tunisia, and Sudan. And by the way, I do not like that the media has created a whole new word for Muslims. They're Islamists are um, violent, uh, Islam, all that stuff. There's no hyphens. It's just Islam. Islam is evil. That's all there is to it. There's no reason to make up new names for it. Islamists is something that the media made up and pushed on. Means not, it's a way of trying to separate good Muslims from bad Muslims. The only problem is the only good Muslim is a dead Muslim. Well, you heard from me first. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. There are no good Muslims. They're only good as long as they don't think they can win the fight. And then they join. What happens is the, the ones you call radicals make the first move, and then all the other ones follow, you see. Once they figure out that they can win, that's when they, they're no longer good Muslims. They're no longer your best friends. Okay, fine. Wait for it. They'll stab you right in the back. His Prime Minister, Benali Yildirim, said Trump's declaration has opened a Pandora's box in the region. Stating something that's historically factual is causing the place to blow up. So what? what? Why do we constantly have to let these people tell us what we're allowed to do, not do, how we're allowed to say, what we're not allowed to say, we're not allowed to offend them, uh, or their great prophet Muhammad, which was a real piece of crap. Just like the religion. Ahmed Al-Tayyib, head of Egypt's Al-Azhar Mosque, considers the highest seat of learning in Sunni Islam said the U.S. policy shift threatens world peace and warned it would open the gates of hell in the West before the East. Uh, yeah, that's how that's how the Crusades happened. Exactly like you just described. It'll happen in the West before the East. That's right. Because when we respond, though, we're going to beat your backside all the way back through the Middle East and through wherever you reside. God will be wiped out. Because that's the only thing that'll work. And the only one that can reach 
unleash hellfire is the United States of America. You know how many nukes we have? We could turn the whole Middle East into a sheet of glass. In Tehran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei said the Zionists will be dealt a severe blow as a result of the decision on Jerusalem taken by the enemies of Islam. Now, see, enemies, they already call us the enemies of Islam, so what good is it to, play, to be nice to them? They, they are telling you we're enemies. So why are we nice to them? Why aren't we fighting them? They're fighting. They have a war with us already. I don't care what, what we say or do. doesn't matter. But what are you going to do? Don't be nice to them. Treat them like they're pieces of crap they are. Tell the UN all Muslims have to go or we go. We're not going to be, we're not going to let Muslims decide anything in the world. You need to crawl back into caves you belong in. The Islamic world will definitely stand against this plot. Khomeini told a meeting of Iranian officials and ambassadors from other Islamic countries, dear Palestine will be undoubtedly liberated at last. No, it really won't. You people have tried this and tried this and you keep losing. And again, if you attack us in the West, we retaliate to the East. Well, more, well, just start a new crusade. That's how the crusade started in response to Muslims invading Europe. Now they're going to do that. I'm telling you, we need, a preempt, we need to get a preemptive strike into Iran as well. We need to knock out their whole nuclear capability. Or turn them into glass. I don't care which. I still cannot believe that all the, our taxpayer dollars were given to Iran. All of it. A lot of money. A lot. Hundreds of billions of dollars. Right. Of our money. Our money. That's true. It's we, the people's money. It wasn't Caesar's money. It wasn't the be- the butcher of Benghazi's money. It wasn't anybody's. The young people, you have to get this through your head. They have no money. They have no money. And that even goes for local... It's not true. They have money, but it's ours. That even goes for local municipalities. It's your money, people. It's your tax dollars. Yep. Well, here's a big surprise here. Condemnation also came from Palestinian Authority Chairman Mahmoud Abbas and the governments of Saudi Arabia, Jordan, Egypt, Qatar, and Syria's Assad regime, among others. Oh, well. We're going to fight you Muslims sooner or later. Might as well be sooner than later. Hey, it's the end times and they're the enemy. They ain't going anywhere. Salah al-Badawi, a leader of Palestinian fraction Hamas, a U.S.-designated foreign terrorist organization, said the world must understand that our resistance and uprising will not show mercy to all those responsible for the oppression of the Palestinian people and their schemes that aim to distort our Palestinian history. There is no Palestinian history. It's time for Israel to wipe you off the map, buddy. You want to wipe Israel? I want Israel to wipe you off the map. I want the Palestinians gone. I don't want to ever hear the word again because it's a made-up word. It doesn't exist. They didn't. There was no Palestine. They did have no no attachment to the land whatsoever that we're talking about. They were used as political pawns, and they were nothing but nomads. 
Arab nomads. And I, nobody wants to take them back because they're, they're too criminal-like. The other Arab countries don't want them. I don't care what you want if I was president. But you take those Palestinians back into your country right now. Start working on it. Or we're going to have to go and wipe them out. Either they get the heck out of what they call Palestine, which isn't Israel. Either they get out of occupied Israel or we will wipe them out. We will join Israel in just wiping them off the map. And if you don't like it, we can wipe you off the map too. It's enough. You know, we've been we've been kowtowing to all our enemies for too long. Look what's got us with North Korea. Look where it's got it with Iran. Look at the Palestinians. The thing's never going to... It's been there my whole life. The whole problem, my whole life it's been there. Oh, everyone thinks they're going to be the one who can make a deal. It's going to work. How did that work with uh, Demi Jimmy Carter? Oh, he made... And, you know, Palestine is still attacking it. Israel, Israel still exists. Palestine still exists. They're still fighting. What did he accomplish? What did, what, what did he... Nothing. They don't... They don't recognize any agreements as binding. Muslims are taught, yes, sign whatever you want as long as it meets your needs on the, or Islam. But then when it no longer suits you, you can feel free to kill the infidel or break the contract. It's, there's no way, there's no honesty in Islam. It's all evil. It's all lies. They're taught to lie, lie, lie to us until they can kill us. Read the, read the darn thing, or get a book about it. Go to jihadwatch.org or something. I studied the dang thing. I'm not talking like an idiot. I studied it. And it's history, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how I know how they behave. See, their history. It repeats itself over and over and over again, and, and us whiteies and others are too stupid to realize what's going on. In his announcement, Trump acknowledged there would be disagreement and dissent. This sacred city should call forth the best in humanity, lifting our sights to what is possible, not pulling us back and down to the old fights that have become so totally predictable. Peace is never beyond the grasp of those willing to reach, he said. Palestine doesn't want peace. They're not going to reach. So today we call for calm, for moderation, and for the voices of tolerance to prevail over the purveyors of hate. Trump repeated a call made at the U.S. Arab Islamic Summit in Riyadh last spring for those who desire peace to drive out the extremists among them. It is time for all civilized nations and people to respond to disagreement with reasonable debate, not violence, he said. Wow, he's really uh, hopeful, Trump. It just, you don't know what you're talking to. Islam will... It, they're not interested in reaching anything or or coming across, reaching across the aisle or whatever else you want to call it. Uh, they want to wipe out everything that's not Islamic. That's that's what they want. Oh, the whole world has to be Islamic. And if you understand that, how do you deal with these people? It's it's hardwired into them. They're not gonna, they'll, they'll agree to anything that will benefit them temporarily, but they'll break it. As soon as it suits them, they break the promise. Yeah. They're allowed. It's not a sin. It's actually a good thing. Allah approves. Of course he does. Allah is the moon god of Arabia, the god of darkness, the god of lies. Ooh, that sounds like Lucifer. 
But with that, we're going to go to a break. It's Young Coffee Radio Show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back. To the Red State Cafe. My name's Darla. You ready to order, sweetie? Your omelets are made with organic eggs, right? They come from a chicken's ass. That organic enough for you, sugar? Uh, what's your pork? Is it steroid-free? It is by the time Chef Earl is done with it, honey. Well, how about your chicken fried steak? That's made with free-range chicken, right? Free-range? We can't afford to give it away, darling. Look, I don't see it on the menu, but can you just make me a progressive omelet? <laughs> If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. You have no idea. I've got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. What's the big idea? Do you have an idea for a new product or a phone app? Well, now is the time to make your idea a priority. Get it off the ground fast and call Davison. We have over 25 years experience helping big idea thinkers like you turn your ideas into products and apps that are found in retail stores and online. It's simple to get started. Call now and ask for our free big idea starter guide. We'll show you how to get started and protect your idea and show you the steps to get your killer idea in front of a corporation that can help you grow your dream. Dream big and be big. Call Davidson now for your free big idea starter guide. Davidson charges fees for services. 800-213-9257. 800-213-9257. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rates cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. 
Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. 800-218-9520. Call now. That's 800-218-9520. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncoopered Radio Show, hour half of three. You got a button to push, maybe? No? Okay. This segment is Millennials, Snowflakes, or Porcelain Dolls. From Breitbart, which, by the way, has blocked me from their comment section, and I don't know why, and there's no contact us information anywhere on their webpage. Nowhere. So they had a little tip thing. So I, I put it, I used the tip form to ask them why the heck they banned me. I mean, why the heck would you ban, ban me? I, I'm conservative. I only have conservative and constitutional opinions. Okay. What was the platform that Mark Levin, you said we're on, the same one that he was on this afternoon, that they kicked him off? They totally took down his site. Stitcher. Yep. They totally took it down. I have. I just realized where that, my show's there because I'd forgotten until I heard him talk about it. I'm like, oh yeah, I put my show up over there. I got to go over, I forgot. I got to go over to Stitcher and see what's up with my show. Uh, I know I, I'm closing my account at Blueberry because it's been up there for almost 10 years and hasn't had one person look at it. That's impossible. Unless they're permanently making it so they can't find it. Again, it doesn't. It, that's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, otherwise, not one person in, in all these years? Oh, come on. From Breitbart, a new survey reveals that young people believe being called a snowflake could be damaging to their mental health. Are you kidding me? Their mental health is already in the crapper. There ain't no, ain't no way to make it any worse. They're already just brainwashed and next to useless. A new survey by insurance firm Aviva found that 72% of 16 to 24-year-olds believe the term snowflake is unfair, unfairly applied to millennials. No, don't, that, see, you're that stupid. You don't even know you're a snowflake. Uh, millennials, you've been completely brainwashed by the indoctrination system. I know that's not your fault, but you are what you are, and it is what it is, and we have to 
deal with it. The only way to deal with it is to talk about it. I, for one, don't think you're snowflakes at all. That would make you too interesting. Every snowflake is unique. You're lemmings. You just all follow each other right over a cliff. That's not what you call them. I call them porcelain dolls because they're not unique, but they are fragile. So it doesn't doesn't surprise me. It could have a a negative effect on your person's mental health. How did I ever grow up? People called me names all the time since I was a kid. How did did I survive? What is wrong with you people? Get over yourself. The study was born out of interest in the term snowflake generation, which was originally used to describe young people who thought they were unique or special. Some suggest it was popularized by a line in the 1996 novel Fight Club and its 1999 film adaptation, You Are Not Special, You Are Not Beautiful, and Unique Snowflake. The word meaning eventually evolved to mean overly sensitive. It is often used to describe college students who claim that they are offended by controversial or even mundane ideas. Yes, you're annoying. You're an inane drone. Chuck Palahniuk, the author of Fight Club, was has embraced the rise of popularity of the term. There is a kind of new Victorianism, he said. Every generation gets offended by different things. But my friends who teach in high school tell me that their students are very easily offended. I, I, I was not easily offended. Let alone very easily offended. Every generation gets offended by different things. My generation, well, we, I don't remember anything we were offended by. I can't think of one thing. Hell, they did a whole show about it called The 70s Show. Uh, I, I, We weren't brought up to be porcelain dolls. We're, we're told sticks and stones may break your bones, but names will never hurt you. And every time someone pissed me off at school, I would recite that in my head. Now, if they got physical, game on. Another thing these people can't do, defend themselves. Dr. Doug Wright argues that because young people are more likely to experience mental health issues than older generations, they are especially susceptible to damage as a result of using the snowflake label. You know, by by doing this, you're reinforcing the fact that you're a porcelain doll, right? That you're offended by something as simple as the word snowflake. I like snowflakes. I don't like you. (laughs) There are, there's a minority of millennials I do like, I've heard about calling in talk shows and stuff. And of course, there's always going to be some people that weren't completely indoctrinated, but they're trying to work on the, with Common Core, that's it. There won't be anybody left out anymore. I blame the parents. I do too. (laughs) Blame the parents. I blame, I blame myself. I blame myself. Uh, I, not being involved earlier in politics, uh, I should have been, but I wasn't. I didn't have any interest in it whatsoever. I didn't read the news. I didn't watch the news. I didn't talk about the news. I didn't talk about politics. didn't hear politics. None of All my friends were apolitical. We just didn't talk about any of that because we didn't care. I guess that would kind of sum up our generation. 
do not. I used to call it the do the do nothing generation. Uh, okay. Uh, so using a phrase which criticizes this age group could add to the is- issue. He said, "Any term used disparagingly to a segment of the population is inherently negative." While young adults in particular appear to take offense to the snowflake label, the majority of adults agree that the term is unfair and unhelpful, so it's important that people consider how much labels are used and the cumulative effect they could have on their recipients. Even Really? Why don't you tell, that to, why don't you tell it to the left? All they do is call us names. Where, where's your heartfelt f- for the conservatives? Again, left-wing author, left-wing group. Like, they're the only kids that have problems. Just the porcelain dolls. Just Okay, uh, anyone can believe whatever they want, but uh, trust me on this. They call, on the left, they call us names all the time. In fact, that's how you know you won the argument, because suddenly they melt down and curse at you and call you names. Which doesn't take much effort, really, because they're not that smart. They think they are, though. From the Washington Examiner. Oh, all you people who think Trump is stupid? He has a 126 IQ. That's a little higher than mine. He is not a stupid man. And you're and you're being played by the media. He's playing you, and he's playing the media. He does these things on purpose. They're not accidental. He, he knows how to brand something. I mean, that's what he does. You know how many times they told us Abominus was brilliant? He's an idiot. I, I He's a doofus. I want to see his IQ. He's a doofus. They I guarantee. Say. I guarantee it's low. Guarantee. He, he's so smart. He's so learned. He's so... Shut up. He's a doofus. Learned? Learned at what? On how to be a community organizer? That's all he ever accomplished. Who are you going to lick the President of the United States? Yeah, I actually give him more credit for being a community organizer. But, like I said, he was the community organizer-in-chief when he was president. He's an, he, he can tell he doesn't know what he's doing. He's an idiot. He's a, spe- he's just, he's a good speech person. That's it. He talks well, gives good speeches. That's that's why they, ha- they had him there. Valerie Jarrett was there to help him make sure he knew what he was doing because he didn't know what he was doing. So Valerie Jarrett told him what to do. Of course, through Soros. That conduit. Again, I often ask this. Remember when he was speaking to a bunch of Hispanics and he said, I can't I can't make you illegal. Congress has to do it. This is the way the Constitution is. I don't have that power. And then later on, he goes ahead and does an executive order to do just that. Why? Because Soros told him to. He's figured out, you know what? We could use executive orders to do anything we want. Who's going to stop us? He had enough people in Congress. He knew he wasn't going to get impeach Obama. I don't know why. He should have been impeached his first year in office. And they're going after Trump for calling him names a bigot. That's calling him a name. This is <laughs> They're calling him a bigot and calling him out for calling people names. 
That makes no sense, though, does it? I swear to God, there's a bunch of nothing but five-year-olds up there. Well, emotionally, I think you're right. The latest youth poll from Harvard's Influential Institute of Politics found that America's 18 to 29-year-olds prefer Democrats, 65% to 33%, further proving how porcelain dolls are idiots. Anybody, any young person that thinks the Democrat Party's good is an idiot. That's just the way it is. <clears throat> also driving their concern is a worry that blacks and Hispanics feel significantly under attack in the U.S. How? It's been police and whitey under attack for eight years under Obama. You people are idiots. You, every story I read about millennials makes me think they're more and more stupid. To have bought into all this crap. And parents, didn't you talk to your kids and ask them what they learned in school today? That's pretty, that's pretty basic parenting, ladies and gentlemen. And <clears throat> that issues younger voters care about, such as global warming, which isn't happening. And not, not even regular global warming is happening. Forget about man-made global warming. And that's what you need to say. And gun control are being ignored while gun control. Aw, that's right. You're too afraid to own a gun. You're afraid to shoot yourself. Well, you do do sound that stupid. American political institutions are at a tipping point, said John Della Volpe, polling director at Harvard Kennedy School's Institute of Politics. Yes, how to churn out more progressives. Millennials are now the largest generation in the electorate. This poll and the Virginia election show that they are becoming more motivated. And I believe the fear that exists today about our future will soon be turned into the fuel that will reform our government. The only question is whether this comes from inside or outside the traditional party structure. You can't reform the government without amending the Constitution, doofus. Why are, why are people involved in politics just really don't understand how things are supposed to work? It's nice that you hope you can get some stupid legislators to think that this is okay to do. It's another thing to think that's going to happen. It's the right thing to do and the way it should be done. It's not. We get back. Look, I trust, trust me, even millennials will be happy if we get back to the Constitution. I'm not kidding. No, they won't. They're too afraid of freedom. But once they feel it, They'll like it. Everybody likes liberty as long as it doesn't mean you're know, getting shot down in the streets. Liberty doesn't mean that. Liberty means, for one thing, you can carry a gun and you can defend yourself. Porcelain dolls should understand this. I think all of you porcelain dolls should go join a martial arts club someplace, uh, learn how to beat up a heavy bag, and after that, go ahead and buy yourself a gun and get trained in that. And then you won't have to be afraid anymore because you can defend yourself. You don't need the government. Let me explain this like you're five. The government cannot protect you. Only you can protect you. By the time the government gets involved, it's, a, it's an afterthought. They come after, just like the police come after. The police usually come, draw a chalk line around you, and then they investigate, try and catch a murderer. That's, that's the way that works. And they come for robberies, too, but they almost never find the people that rob anything. At least not in the big cities. 
And I'm telling you, everybody likes liberty once they have it. The poll that released at 10 a.m. is widely anticipated by political analysts of both parties as they figure out where younger voters are and what issues they are tuned into. Delavope's operation has done 34 youth polls since 2000. Findings for the poll analysis. Just 14% of young Americans believe America is generally headed in the right direction at this moment. Fear outpaces hope for our future, 67% to 31 We are going in the wrong direction. Bigger government is the wrong direction. President Trump job approval rating down 7 points to 25% since spring, down 12 points among young Republicans, 8 points among independents. You know, I don't trust this at all. First of all, this is a progressive institution. So we know Prague's lie. We know Prague's twist facts. We know they don't stick to the science. Because man-made global warming, there's no science behind that. None, zero, zip, zilch, it's garbage, nonsense. Nonsense. 79% of young Americans concerned about the state of race relations today. 68% of black Americans and 46% of Hispanics believe their race is under attack a lot in America, while 15% of whites feel the same way. Again, we're not talking about ourselves as Americans. I don't understand how they feel attacked a lot. Uh, Unless uh, the Hispanics, because, you know, illegal aliens. And, oh yeah, the black Americans, I know why. Criminals. Oh, ghetto's full of criminals. I spent seven years there as a medic. Democrat control of Congress preferred two to one. Democrats more engaged, Republicans less so, compared to 2014 midterm cycle. Motivation among Democrats plus nine since January. Don't worry, when they finally find a job, they'll realize how stupid they were. And again, Trump is going to get them a job. And Trump is not a liar, stop projecting. 67% 67% of millennials believe that America's greatest threats come from forces inside, not outside, our country. So do I. What does that have to do with anything? In response to an open-ended question about top threats, President Trump, ourselves, and racism were the top responses. Well, the indoctrination centers did a good job on you. Mm. 61% of young Americans believe gun laws should be more strict. And how many young America, uh, those young Americans have a gun? Zero. Where you're polling, of course. Oh, go poll the young people out here and see what they say. Uh-oh, that's as he's running out. What time is it? Uh-huh. So, all right. <clears throat> 61% believe gun laws should be more strict, representing a marked change since 2013 when less than half. 49% felt the same. It's because more people graduated from the indoctrination center since then. 50% of young Americans have little to no confidence in the U.S. midterm elections in 2018 will be free from Russian interference. Oh, God, you really buy into everything, don't you? By more than a three-to-one margin, young Americans believe that social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube have an obligation to regulate fake news. That's a matter of opinion what's fake news. When, when Trump says that it's true... When everybody else is wrong. Again, uh, it's not fake news. 
unless it's a completely made-up thing. And who's to say what is fake news and what is not fake news? They're all the ones that so-called fact-checking sites have all been debunked as partisan. So, and Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm chasing conservatives right off, so you people are just going to talk to yourselves. But I got to go. It's an uncooperative radio show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.